0: This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors.
1: 93.3 WMMR, audio on demand, presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, November 25th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. Pennsylvania liquor stores have been busier than usual since the state's health department imposed a one night shutdown of alcohol sales at bars and restaurants on Thanksgiving Eve. The alcohol sales suspension begins Monday. I'm sorry, begins today at 5 p.m. and will stay in effect through 8 a.m. Thanksgiving Day. Health officials are hoping to curb what they feel would be a rapid spread of the virus on a popular drinking night. Foot traffic at the state stores has been steady. Indoor capacity is at 25 percent, so you may even see lines to get into the store. <laughs> the Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board says early numbers show on a typical Monday, their stores rake in about four to six million dollars. Officials reported close to ten million dollars in liquor sales. Uh, if you don't need alcohol, uh, if you do need alcohol tonight and you can't get to the state store, um, the Philadelphia-based GoPuff says that they will be delivering. Well, there you Were go. You- was that the the company? Did we have them yeah, on years yes. ago when they yeah, started? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, they're going to be delivering alcohol in the city if you, if you do need do need something. And today. they'll even hang
3: out and drink it with you, Kathy. They said. <laughs> they so. might. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah, it's company. Just a company. Yeah, yeah. sure? <laughs> Socially distanced. Don't sure. sit in the car and wave
0: to you. Yeah, yeah.
2: I didn't even think about the state stores being packed because of that reason. <laughs> no, so. I,
0: I had a feeling that yeah, there would it be a bit of an uptick. People getting ready, Marissa.
4: Yeah, you said May. There's been a line at my liquor store for a week and a half now. <laughs> oh, May. But also okay. the um. All the local restaurants can sell uh, beer and alcohol to go. Okay. So all those restaurants that can't sell it after 5 o'clock, uh, if you're sitting there, can sell to go. Take it out to your car. Take it out to your car, sit there. there. No, 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 no. So wait, no, so no. alcohol sales suspend, suspended. suspended sorry, Morris.
2: Alcohol sales suspended at 5 but not at restaurants if you're sitting to eat? No,
4: you cannot sit down and eat and drink at the restaurant, but you can buy it to go. So you can take it got home.
3: It. You can got you it, can order it, it, it and you can spin in place. If you spin in place, you can do that. <laughs> you don't have to go home, restaurant. but you can't stay here. <laughs> exactly. And we've learned that before. Yeah. It's closing time.
2: <laughs> uh, okay, so alcohol sales stopping at 5 o'clock today, but it'll start back up tomorrow morning at eight between a white a white house in transition and rising COVID 19 cases in the united states dozens of the top economists in the country are pressing lawmakers back at work in washington to act quickly on passing a second stimulus bill to send twelve hundred dollar payments to tens of millions of americans on monday an open letter signed by more than 125 economists was posted by the economic security project a group that looks into the feasibility of guaranteed income the letter cites lessons from the 2000 nine stimulus bill and the recent cares act as reasons to issue new rounds of payments, ideally until the economy recovers. Reoccurring direct payments will help families meet basic needs, boost state and local economies and speed the recovery and should be paired with other valuable programs like unemployment benefits, aid to state and local governments, stronger snap benefits, robust childcare funding, and more. The letter stated, according to the project, at least half of families have been impacted by pandemic, um, Losses with low income women and black workers hit hardest. The group also cites an Urban Institute analysis that suggests sending two more rounds of checks could keep 14 million people out of poverty. <clears throat> Sunbeam Products is voluntarily recalling more than 900,000 of its Crock-Pot 6-quart Express Crock multi-cookers for a potential burn hazard. The recall news comes just two days before Thanksgiving. The problem, according to the United States Consumer Product Safety Commission, is the recalled Crock-Pot multi-cooker can pressurize uh, when the lid is not fully locked. (laughs) Right. Well, that, I mean, that's pretty much what's happening, which yeah. they say can cause the lid to suddenly detach while the product is in use, posing burn risk to consumers from hot foods and liquids ejected from the product. So it's from
3: uh, the Sunbeam line. Yes. Now, Is Crockpot its own line? Crockpot is it? Is
5: it? Because yeah, I have a, a Crockpot. Yeah. Okay.
3: I, me too. Okay. So the but the Sunbeam Crockpot is the one that will blow the stew up in your is face. Is it the
5: same place that makes the Sunbeam bread? You guys remember that commercial? Yeah, I back do. In the I day? Absolutely do. I yeah.
3: don't know. Huh.
2: Sunbeam has so far received 119 reports of the lids detaching, resulting in 99 burn injuries, ranging in severity from first degree to third degree burns. Well, we're looking
3: at one of them, Kathy. And there's a detonate button on it. Oh, you shouldn't have that. <laughs> yeah, eject stew button. That was like when I was in school. Uh, our
5: computer lab had a computer, and on it said, had an orange button, a giant orange button, and it always said, "Don't touch the orange button." <laughs> right. It'll like you. I'm like, well, why put a giant orange button? So yeah. you can touch it. Ruin
0: exactly. Things. It's an experiment. (laughs) Well, I'm sure it had a purpose, but yeah. yeah.
2: The All recall right. includes over 914,000 units in wow. the United States and over 28,300 in Canada. The multi-cookers were sold in stores and online at retailers including Walmart, Target, Amazon, and other outlets nationwide between July of 2017 and this month. The Do you effect- think you
3: would have wanted to issue this about, you know, more than nine hours before people are probably going to start using them for cooking?
2: I know, seriously. Well, you know what? It's probably saving some people right, right. a burn. So um, the effective products, they have specific date codes that are engraved either on the bottom of the base or one of the prongs of the electrical plug, and you can find that on their website. The CPSC says owners of the product should immediately stop using it in the uh, pressure cooker mode, but, they but that they can continue to use it in the slow cooking or sautéing mode. I don't think no, I would be using no. it at all. Hey, you
3: can get around
0: it. Yeah. Hey, three of your brakes are working.
2: <laughs> Seriously.
0: Wait, it says not to use it on the pressure cooker mode?
2: Right, that's when well, the that's lid a completely is different, bursting different
0: Yeah, that's a completely different kind of cooking. That uh, uses is pressure, but if you're just going to saute or whatever, it doesn't it doesn't need a seal. It doesn't need to add pressure yeah. to make it. Cook, yeah, but
2: I'm so. going to skip that <laughs> well, crockpot. Will you'll s- be okay. Crockpot will send free. She's not That's <laughs> no, true. Yeah, yeah, no. Crockpot will send free replacement lids to consumers who contact them. Yay. So, yeah, if you contact them, they'll they'll send you another one. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> <laughs> The New England Revolution scored two first-half goals and went on to upset the top-seeded Philadelphia Union 2-0 in last night's Major League Soccer Eastern Conference quarterfinal match. The eighth-seeded Revolution advanced to face fourth-seeded Orlando City SC in the Eastern Conference semifinals on Sunday. The Union, who won the Supporters' Shield as MLS's top regular season team for the first time in franchise history, lost at home for the first time this season. In the regular season, the Union went 9-0-0 in Chester while allowing only four goals, but their 2020 season came to an end with a disappointing loss at home. In college football, Wisconsin's home game on Saturday has been canceled after Minnesota paused all team-related activities as it responds to positive COVID-19 cases in the program. Because of Big Ten policy, the game will not be rescheduled and will be ruled a no contest. It's the Badgers' third game to be canceled this season following matchups against Nebraska and Purdue uh, that were called off because of positive COVID-19 cases within the Wisconsin program. The cancellation ends the longest uninterrupted series in FBS history with Minnesota and Wisconsin having played 113 consecutive years from 1907 to 2019. And the NFL has three games scheduled for tomorrow. The Thanksgiving Day game Tradition continues for the Dallas Cowboys, who will host Washington, and the Detroit Lions, who will host the Houston Texans. The night game features the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the Baltimore Ravens, and kickoff for that game is set for 8:20. And that's what I have for you this morning.
0: Thank you, Kathy, So welcome to Wednesday, the pre-Thanksgiving Day uh, radio show that we have in store for you. And uh, we don't forget that we, since it's a, f- a short week for us, Word of the Week prize gets given away today. And it's four pack of tickets for the Winter on Broad Street. The holiday light spectacular, and it also comes along with a uh, some merch and a photo with Gritty, which is kind of, you get a photo with Gritty. Um, we do have. Let me see. What was I going to mention? Oh yeah, you know what? Yesterday we gave the uh, official totals of Camp Out for Hunger, and it was later in the show, so I figured I would share that with you this yes. morning because you may have a smaller uh, listening window. But if you haven't heard, over two and a half million pounds of food raised and. In money donations, over $1.44 million raised. And that number is growing because if you go to Acme Markets today, your purchases, you can make a donation at checkout. And so they're going to add that after today's total. So next week, we'll have an even bigger number. Guarantee you it'll be a bigger number.
3: Absolutely. I was at Acme yesterday, President, and they have our cardboard cutouts right at the self-checkout point. Yay. So I was looking at I was half going to go kind of – but I didn't want to pull down my mask going,
0: it's me. You know what? <laughs> I took a selfie the other day, Steve, when we were at camp out, and, and I just – I pulled my mask yeah. out for just a second and took a little Murder! picture. Because I know, I know. <laughs> I went to go uh, – to get be here uh, for camp out, and uh, I saw the little uh, – I saw the, the cardboard cutout. It's the only – that I, I don't have an acne right nearby me, so this is my first time seeing it in the flesh. And so I took this. I took this <laughs> yes, yeah, I love
3: South it. I love it. Wild. It is weird. So, we yeah. prepare. If you know, for our act, we will do
0: anything. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, so
6: when you guys see that, is it a sense of pride and then a little embarrassment? Nick, I'm what?
3: standing there. I swear to God, so I'm standing there, and there's a cardboard cutout of that, and then I'm hearing us on the PA system. Yeah. And I was having so it's me. It's got to yeah. be a range of emotions because you yeah. got to be so proud of the amount of oh my money. god like
6: that part of it is just got to be it's awesome, amazing. But then it's you and cardboard. Yeah. And that part of I would just be straight <laughs> up proud. I. Of, this is what you worked
0: for. I was kind of hoping somebody would have recognized <laughs> But you can't because of COVID. I stood there for yeah. just a moment. I took the little selfie, and then I looked around. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody looking at me? And then, hey, wait a minute. By the way,
3: ladies and gentlemen, I am Preston Elliott. I am featured on the cardboard cutout. Uh, if anyone would like any sort of pictures or autographs, I'll be over by the bread. Yes, Dude, when I was me. a kid.
0: I wanted I wanted to buy billboard advertising time or, you know just sure. so I could put my face on sure. yeah. a billboard yeah. and so people would who, see who me. Who got a billboard? Yeah. This guy. This guy. <laughs> Both my thumbs pointing at each other. That's what it I love. That's it. What it did <laughs> it, oh, we
5: should do that. Who, got a, a
7: a who yeah. got a billboard? <laughs> this, this guy right Who got a billboard? This guy.
0: <laughs> oh my god. So, anyway, it does continue through today. So, I would, for fun, I would like to get one of those cardboard cutouts to keep around here. I think we I have, would, Oh, too. we have other cardboard. i steal <laughs> the one from mine. All because, right. Yeah. Preston, <laughs> Please.
3: we don't have enough big cardboard
0: cutout pictures oh of us, Kirby. There's, there's two huge ones now. That's true. They're yeah, behind I, us, the ones that were at the Phillies games. Wow. All right, anyhow, so congratulations to everybody involved. Uh, Camp Out for Hunger, a tremendous success and continues to be so. A wonderful... Um, You know, uh, early gift, uh, because I I didn't think I didn't know what to expect. I tried. I
3: explained it yesterday, talking to a friend about uh, the here is your perfect example of the kindness and humanity of people. When Mm -hmm. you're seeing all this stuff and all these forces wanting to uh, uh, to collide with each other and, and, uh, you know, get angry with each other. There's the big story that that and in its largest sense, it represents individual people stepping up and donating. Yes, what it more does. perfect example do you need? It's excellent.
0: All right, so we have, uh, by the way, a meat need. So uh, Marchwood Tavern is stopping by the part of the Bud Light uh, Platinum Seltzer Thursday night homegate kickoff. Uh, so we'll have some giveaways in conjunction with their appearance. We have a secret text word chance for you to. Uh, win unhinged on Blu-ray. I've heard really good things about this. this is Russell Crowe.
3: Yeah. Freaks out. Uh, yep. like, a, like a road rage thing.
0: Exactly. And so text word secret to 39333. We will see if you win that. We'll grab a random texter on top of the sending a secret text word to you and having you call in later on. So a couple different ways to win. Alright. Let, let's get going. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. Entertainment Report. Super question. That stuff is on the way. The Grammy Award nominations were uh, announced. So I'll run down some of those. We'll be back in just a moment.
1: Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston & Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonAndSteve.com.
0: Steven Singer Jewelers has fast, free, and safe shipping. Whether celebrating life or celebrating love, Steven Singer is there for you. I hate StevenSinger.com. Back
8: with more of the Preston
0: & Steve Show
1: podcast.
0: Real quick, I do an early morning shout-out? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. This is a really good one. It says, hey, guys, your friend Sheila in Pittsburgh. Due to COVID, I won't be back in Delco for Thanksgiving this year, but can I please give a shout-out to my sister Whitney. Sit- Whitney is the one who has the Preston and Steve stepbrothers portrait from Tattoos Tuesday. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It's a big tattoo, by the way. I have it on my – I have a digital frame at home, and it's one of the pictures that rotates because it's so outrageous. It's on her shoulder. It's me and Steve as the stepbrothers. And uh, she says, and also my mother, T-Bone, who has been a huge fan since you were in media. Her favorite uh, Thanksgiving – her favorite story was – Stopping the studio on her way to work to watch Ryan Dunn jump from the roof into the bushes. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. They love you guys and listen every day. Yeah, they jumped off the roof. It yes. was insane. Um, so, yeah, a shout-out, please, uh, to Whitney and to uh, T-Bone as well. So And everybody who can't be here, uh, an extended Happy Thanksgiving to you. All right, I'm going to do a... Thanksgiving-based stupid question. We're going to give away a $50 Amazon gift card and one-month Philo subscription. question I have for you this morning is, which U.S. president refused to recognize Thanksgiving? Yeah. 215-263-WMMR. And I've I've heard this before, but Mm. I've never looked into why I should do that someday. Mm. Which U.S. president refused to recognize Thanksgiving? I'll go through some birthdays while we're waiting. Uh, today, Wednesday, November 25th, it is Christina Applegate's birthday today. Super talented. Who would have
3: known when uh, Married with Children came on? Yeah. yeah. She just appeared to be the
0: bimbo. Yeah, but, yeah. um
3: no, she's very talented.
0: 49 today. Cancer survivor. You remember she had a double mastectomy? Absolutely.
5: Right. Anchorman hey. 1 and 2. Yep. Yeah. And then, Kathy, you watched uh, Dead to Me, right?
2: I did watch that, yeah. Okay.
5: I I never finished the first season. Is it worth uh, pursuing the rest of that into the next season?
2: I mean, I really liked it. I thought I thought the first season was great the Beginning of the second season, I was like, all right, what's going on here? But it, it kind of gra- <laughs> it grabbed my attention. It, it, it takes a, a bit of a different turn. There's a lot of comedic elements to it. Um, I really liked it a lot.
0: Okay, She's uh, 49 today. Barbara and Jenna Bush, the former first daughters. That's right. They're twins. The twins are 30. twins! 39 <laughs> today. Hey, it's Donovan McNabb's birthday oh. today. Donovan is 44 years
1: old. I saw yes. him on
6: uh, a Celebrity um, Family Feud was him uh it was, it was the nfl night and uh he was the captain of the of the alumni team how did he do uh, he did well and he looked great you know it was one of those things where like sometimes guys get into retirement from the nfl and they they put on too much weight or whatever but uh, donovan looked really good cool
2: remember i had that friend who was like uh yeah i'm, I'm hooking up with this guy he's a professional athlete yeah I was uh, like, really i was like she and she told me it wasn't I, re- I think i actually was with matt cord and we were like no way get out of here she goes Give me give me five minutes, and he'll he'll walk through that door. We were like, what? Sure enough.
0: Shibouti called
3: him, Five right?
2: minutes later, we were like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh.
3: yeah. And he was married. He was the married the at the time. Right. This, this was
2: right. is a really, 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 really <laughs> long time ago.
3: So he's probably happy, and everything's good now, and wonderful, <laughs> and totally faithful. But the thing that, when I first met him, I was impressed.
0: He, he's a super big dude. Yeah, he's really big. big. He's, he's yeah. large, yeah. 44 today. John Larroquette. Remember from uh, Night Court? Yeah. um, You know that. What's the movie with Bruce Willis? Is it Blind Blind Date? He's great great in that movie. He's he's the the stalker (laughs) ex boyfriend. He gives one of the great,
3: one of the best movie screams of all time when he drives the car. I think it's into a (laughs) train (laughs) story. I'm gonna have to hear
5: that
0: again. I think there's a there's a monkey monkey. (laughs) crawling.
3: <laughs> I don't know this movie. It's with Kim oh. Basinger, Bruce Willis, and John Larroquette, right? right? Yes, yeah, she's scheduled to
5: marry John Larroquette. Yeah, and then ends up meeting Bruce Willis, and then hilarity. Well, no, she, she not that she
0: agrees to marry him if he drops a that's it the, a case against Bruce Willis because at some point he pulls a gun on him. Anyhow, <laughs> she can't handle her liquor, Nick, and okay. he takes him. He takes her out on a date, and she goes crazy. <laughs> It's off the rails. <laughs> yeah. It's right. a really funny movie. Yeah. I love that movie. So uh, John Larroquette is 73 today. Let's not forget Stripes as well, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's the uh, the captain. Yeah. Uh, so we have Tim Armstrong, who is the lead singer of the band Rancid. Marissa. Uh, he is 55. <laughs> Marissa and and Pierre's a big Rancid. Yeah, he, he is. is. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. So happy birthday to Tim Armstrong. It's also Ben Stein's birthday today. Uh the great. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, yes. um, of course, Win Ben Stein's Money. Uh, an economist. Uh, that very is correct. Very learned. Yeah, very much so. Nice guy, too. He is. He's yeah. very nice. Uh, he was a, a speechwriter as well. He wrote... uh Probably for uh, Nixon. Nixon. Nixon, yeah. 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 Write me a speech, Ben Stein. He's 76 today. Uh, Jill Hennessy and Jacqueline Hennessy. Oh, so they're twins? Yeah. Jill Hennessy, the actress? I don't... It says twin actresses, Stephen. I, normally, I, I look... I forgot to look. Jill
3: Hennessy was in that... Um, there were, she had two, she was something, Boston? She was in Crossing L- Boston. Law and Order, too. She was one of the
6: assistant DAs. They went through yeah. like a yeah. whole bunch of uh, very attractive women assistant district
0: attorneys on that show. I didn't realize they were sisters. Man, sisters. something about hot twins. We had, we had the Lamprose twins when I grew up. Really? Was in high school. Yep, they were both hot. Like, yeah. Really, man? But the thing is... <laughs> It's not
5: like you could do it at the same time because It didn't matter.
0: They were just no, it didn't it wasn't that. It was just they were they were both hot. Porn yeah. would disagree Flat with out. you, Case. <laughs> that's true. Porn
5: <laughs> Porn would disagree I with you. I couldn't watch that type of porn.
0: I'm sorry to say hear that. Uh she's uh, 52 today. They are 52. And then the last birthday I saw is Jerry Ferrara. Uh-huh. Montrage. Turtle.
5: That's the guy that everybody, hey, you look like, when I wear my hat backwards, yeah. you look like no turtle. No more.
6: No more. Uh, you were still getting it last week during yeah. Instagram Lives. People Really? Yeah. When we were doing the one with uh, Rob McElhenney and Caitlin Olsen, people were commenting and saying, is that turtle? And uh, I get tired for it. I get tired for I you. I get tired of it. Okay. Uh, it's
5: better than uh, I used, because I used to get uh, Limp Bizkit, uh, Fred Durst. Fred oh, Durst. Yes. I'll take would, turtle
6: over Fred Durst. i would
5: take it, yeah. Uh, and then also, <laughs> there's a guy, there's a guy in the NBA, Ron Artest, who got in a fight with a fan on the court. That's right. And that guy looks like turtle. And so every year, and in fact, it was earlier this week was the like the anniversary of that fight, and it showed up on Twitter like "Happy anniversary to uh, to uh, Jerry Ferrara for when he got into a fight with uh, Ron Artest oh, on nice. the."
0: Port in Detroit, I believe it was. Well, he is uh, celebrating his 40th birth birthday today, so happy birthday to him. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question, which is what U.S. President refused to recognize Thanksgiving. 215-263-WMMR the number, and we are going to go to Nancy for the answer. Hi, Nancy. Good morning. Good morning. Was it Theodore
4: Roosevelt? It was not, Nancy. Oh. Sorry. Oh.
0: Incorrect answer. Let's go to Fred. Hey, Fred. Hey, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Thank, Thank you, you, Fred. To you. What is the, the who is the president, I should say, that we're referring to here? I'm going to say Thomas Jefferson. And you would say correct. One moment, Fred, for you. $50 Amazon gift card and one-month Philo subscription. Hallmark Channel's Countdown to Christmas is TV's biggest holiday movie tradition and the perfect gift to make your season bright. Now through December 25th, you can catch all new original holiday movie premieres and holiday movies 24-7 when you sign up for Philo, uh, the most affordable way to watch and uh, watch live and on-demand TV from more than 50 channels, including Hallmark Channel, Nickelodeon, and more.
3: So why did he not uh, observe? I, I said, I need to go look that
0: up. I never have looked it up. So. I know that at that
3: time, he had fallen on hard luck. He was selling shower curtain rings, oh. and, uh, well, <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. and uh,
3: he'd lost his wife.
0: That sounds familiar. He was just not in the Some mood. Some people wear them as earrings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so the <laughs> 2021 Grammy nominations were announced yesterday. Beyonce scored the most nods with nine nominations. Uh, She's up for Record of the Year, Song of the Year, Best R&B Performance, Best R&B Song for Black Parade. In addition, she is also nominated for Best Music Video for Brown Skin Girl and Best Music Film for Black is King. To top it all off, Savage, the singer's collaboration with Megan Thee Stallion, is also up for Record of the Year, Best Rap Performance and Best Rap Song. And this gives Beyonce seven Career Record of the Year nods, and she is now tied with Frank Sinatra, for the most record of the year nods in Grammy history, hmm. uh, she is now the top female artist in this category. Uh, she's also the second artist to receive two record of the year nods in one year. You know, it's funny though. Wow,
3: when I hear people and they they mention their favorite artists and they're into say this is their their format, their the music that they're into, I don't hear Beyonce's name come up a lot. You know. I don't think she's that great. I, I've heard a lot of people say
0: that. I've always thought the same thing. Yeah, I, th- I think she's good. Obviously, yeah. she can yeah. sing and right. she can dance, and she does all. She's a great entertainer and all that. But as far as being just a dynamic vocalist mm-hmm. like Anna Aretha Franklin, right? Uh, or someone who just Kathy. is— is kathy romano <laughs> yeah so, somebody that is head and shoulders above the rest full and where package. you go wow yeah full package yeah yeah absolutely uh, like Liz, and she's i also not
2: even like i mean a lot of her performances are good but there are people that are better there are performers that are, that put on a better show i mean she's she's good but... so
0: she's so she's become a brand like madonna was yeah, yeah well, madonna right. is an okay uh, singer okay uh, not great britney not... spears Britney Spears, yeah, agreed. Well, yeah. Not Crazy. great by any stretch, but an overall package, entertainer, has the visuals, has the, the music, and, and the, the songs, the hit songs as well. Yeah. And do you think and, the, there the,
3: you go. the momentum, Preston, of it, and this is the way I feel, sure. it's now just assumed that Beyonce is in the running. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I think you, you sort of get that. Again, super talented. But I just don't think she is that everything.
0: You still have to have great songs. You can't yes. do it without great songs. Yeah. And I don't know where she falls in the writing part of that stuff goes because there's usually a lot of collaborators when it comes to pop. Actually, right?
3: uh, Richard Marx writes a lot of her stuff. I wouldn't doubt it. Well, you do have to
5: have a nice team around you, and I think that there are a lot of artists out there that probably could have had a better career. Uh, that were maybe more talented as far as singers are concerned, didn't have the right people around. I, uh, for me, uh, num- the first person I think of is Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill is an amazing vocalist. I just don't think she was able to craft a decent song. It's the, okay. the luck of the draw sometimes. Now, what I really wanted to say was I was watching The Voice a couple of weeks ago, and Gwen Stefani had said something, and it was wasn't just what she said, but it was also the look in her eyes that kind of struck me because there was a singer who was auditioning who I, maybe people didn't turn around. And, uh, you know, because you have to hit the button, turn around, and she – and then the person was a really, really good singer, and she kind of was saying to the person next to her, like, I don't know how, like – if nobody turned around for that, I don't know how I have had a career. You know what I mean? And it's just – Well, I
0: know what you're saying. And some of that is – I don't know, luck of the draw. And, well, again, and right time,
5: right place she and all was that.
0: with the right people. She was yeah. with
5: Tony Canal and all the people from No Doubt, and that got her started. Right, right.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Taylor Swift also snagged six nominations, including Album of the Year, Best Pop Vocal Album for Folklore. She also snagged her fifth Song of the Year nod for Cardigan. Meanwhile, Dua Lipa is up for Album of the Year, for Future Nostalgia and her single Don't Start Now is nominated for both Record of the Year and Song of the Year. Other nominees include Roddy Rich, who scored six nods, while Billy Eilish, Megan the Stallion, and the Baby. The baby. <laughs> baby all snag four nominations. What about da brat? I don't see DaBrat. <laughs> I like the um, Baby. Uh yeah. I
2: heard a song the other day and they said it was the Baby. I was like, Oh, okay. Huh. That's the baby.
0: Uh, DeBella's got to fall in there somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, and just by yeah. the dog. Uh, uh, so Jay-Z received three nods, and he is now officially tied with Quincy Jones for the artist with the most Grammy nods, with 80 nominations.
3: Now, Quincy Jones deserves all of his nods. Not, not that, you know, we don't have a similar... Well, Jay-Z
0: season. is, you know, yeah. he's been behind the scenes with, yes. um, uh, creating all this music for Doja other artists Cat. as well. Uh, surprisingly, The weekend was snubbed. What? And didn't receive a single nomination for been, his album After Hours. He's been wearing all that crap for nothing? Uh, yeah. he, you know he's the, the <laughs> right. halftime, uh, he's the dude, oh, okay. is doing, which is interesting. Uh, the singer-songwriter reacted to the news on Twitter, though. Listen to this, okay? The Grammys remain corrupt. <laughs> you owe me, my fans, and the industry transparency. Shut up, shut you up. You baby... Da he's he's de baby, da baby. Da. He's da baby. Yeah, why are you trying to be da? we already have a de baby stop being de baby too <laughs> you're the <da> weekend <laughs> de baby don't be the baby we had the baby be de gracious oh my god you can't you can't do that no I mean, you can but it's stupid no. to do that to say that's to be just stupid me 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 uh, yeah. you didn't you didn't pick me you know what though
6: what it'll work He'll get a nomination next year. You think so? But yeah, people will respond to it. And um it, it's kinda like how Taylor Swift used uh, social media to l- legally change song rights, you know, and, and they they mobilized their
0: fans yeah. and the the Grammy people will pay attention in twenty twenty one. Uh so the Grammys will be hosted by Trevor Noen. It's set for January thirty first. Um in the rock category. <laughs> yeah. Uh Heroes Death by Fontaines DC. Uh Kiwanu Kiwanuka by Michael Kiwanuka. Sarah, I saw so Sarah. Sarah uh, Kiwanuka
6: is how you say his last Kiwanuka, name. Kiwanuka. Yeah. I'm, I'm
0: not familiar with him. He's a really soulful soulful singer. I, I like him, but um, it's not a rock It's not song. rock, right? No. Uh, Daylight by Grace Potter. Sound and Fury by Sturgill Simpson. And then this one I know, The New Abnormal by The Strokes. Yeah. The rest of them. Ah. Uh, I, I, I think we've lost track on what the word rock means or is right. traditionally well defined as keep your fingers crossed.
5: Hey um I, I saw that uh, the alternative albums press uh the Fiona Apples album was uh, nominated. Okay. That's please, if you guys have uh thirty minutes, just just give it a listen. It is garbage. I okay. mean it is like from front to back absolute garbage and I can't believe that it is uh, up for a Grammy.
0: Other other nominees are Beck, Phoebe Bridgers, and uh, Brittany Howard and Tame Impala. So there you go. Coming up in January. I right, have some other stories I need to get to. Fans of the Drew Barrymore Show are wondering what she was thinking when she aired a wedding between a teacher and his former physics student. The episode, which aired Friday, had um, Barrymore and her crew surprising Dan and Selena, who had canceled their wedding plans due to COVID-19 with an on-air ceremony. Well, the pair said they had, quote, met several years ago in school through mutual friends, <laughs> and that they have now been together for seven years. Viewers found out they met when she was 17 and his student. Uh-huh. So, so they thought
3: maybe like in college or something they met when they were in school. Maybe I he don't... was her teacher. Yeah. So how, what was the? So how old was he when they met?
0: I don't know. All right. I, I only know that she was seventeen and his student at one point, but I don't know if they started their relationship when she was seventeen. No, well, so she was eleven. If not, then it shouldn't be a big deal at nah, all. Yeah. Really? Well, you need I mean, to,
3: you need to vet your your uh, wedding in a day
0: sort of people like we did. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. A commenter said it would be a great story if it was actually true. They met in school because she was his student. Could CBS not find a couple whose relationship didn't begin completely inappropriate? Well, if they met in school doesn't mean they started their relationship in school. That's so the question. Maybe some are being presumptive on right. this as was well. Was he so. picking her up at kinder care? That's yeah. the issue. All right. So anyhow, there's a little hubbub about that well she's a lovely bride she's a lovely bride and he looks very nice (laughs) lawyer in training kim kardashian is using her sizable platform in another bid for justice the kkw founder met with julius jones in oklahoma city as he attempted to stave off execution jones was 19 in 1999 when he was arrested for shooting a 45 year old man named paul howell he was convicted of first degree murder in 2002 and sentenced to death but has long maintained his innocence uh, sources tell TMZ that she met with Jones and his lawyer, Dale uh, Would then with several of his family members at a local church. His mother reportedly emotionally recalled Jones staying home with her all night on the night of Howell's murder. Mm. Uh, Oklahoma Attorney General Mike Hunter is not happy. He told TMZ that every criticism surrounding his case has been disproven. Celebrity endorsements and biased documentaries cannot erase the facts of the case that overwhelmingly prove Julius Jones killed pa- Paul Howell in cold blood. Kardashian became interested in the case after watching Viola Davis produced docuseries called The Last Defense about his arrest and trial. And she has also uh, promoted a change.org petition, which, with uh, her help, is now being signed by is being signed millions of times. Many critics of the case have said Jones, who is black, was racially profiled and had a poor defense. So Kim's getting out there and she's, uh, you know, trying to. Fight for a cause. If
3: you're on death row, are you happy that Kim Kardashian is jumping in? I or uh, or uh, or maybe you are because she's got an high profile. Yeah. I think
0: you would be. very I mean, happy.
3: more so than if Rob Kardashian was standing in
0: the. air. Uh, you know, that'd be a bit of a letdown. You want right? some socks?
3: Yeah. <laughs> he can go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kill right. him now, Chris. We're expediting your
0: execution. <laughs> expediting. <laughs> Hurry up! I don't want to see him. Chris Harrison. Put your tell, finger in that socket. <laughs> tells Us Weekly that viewers of Matt James's season of The Bachelor are in for a wild ride. The hotly anticipated season, which stars James as the franchise's first Black Bachelor, will include the usual ups and downs, uh, an extra layer of personal evolution. I the, love host, you. Uh, the host tells Us Weekly. He said uh, the 49 year old Harrison had said. It, I love Chris Harrison. It's not that he hasn't said, I love you, before. I've said it before. I think... Th- I'll say it again. I think... I remember your glue. I think <laughs> the problem with him is he realized, being the bachelor, he had never fully understood what it means. He didn't understand... I don't know what love is. He didn't understand the weight of it. You, I want to want to
3: you should love me.
0: Harrison said he is a different man... I'm than a different man. ...than when he came to us uh, and and he got... and I And I got... <laughs> He got really got a crash, really course crash course
3: because, because he didn't I get didn't the, get few the steps of being on that show. show.
0: <laughs> I think he said show before I did. <laughs> he really just I ripped. Talk. He said he really just ripped the bandaid off, and sometimes that hurts a lot. <laughs> So I think he had a bit of a rude awakening, of the, a rude man, awakening. of the man he is, I'm the man I am, the way he loves, <laughs> the way I love, and what love means, to, him. What love means to me. It really, it is, an really is an amazing journey, journey. You're, going you're going to take to I'm with taking me, not, not just as the bachelor, but the also as the, the man who <laughs> realizes running
3: in the parking
0: lot. <laughs> wow. Okay, <laughs> this is okay. love, and I this is what it means. And I'm really here to find <laughs> this. All right, right, right. His journey begins January 4th. The journey. Oh, mm-hmm. So it is coming. Uh, it's a whole new situation. All right. Netflix has stopped streaming Chappelle's show less than a month after it added the Comedy Central Classic to its catalog on November 1st.
5: Did you see, happen to see uh, Dave talking about this on
0: stage? No, but I have a quote from him here.
5: Yeah. It's, it's, I, uh, he's been doing these... Um... These stand-up shows, and I didn't realize it until... Sort of uh, pop-up shows? Yeah, these yeah. pop-up shows, and so he... he um, I guess I saw it on Twitter yesterday, him talking about this.
0: In an Instagram video, uh, Chappelle says that he asked the company to remove the series, and it honored his request. He said, I called him, and I told them that this makes me feel bad, and you know what they did? They agreed that they would take it off their platform just so I could feel better. Netflix acquired the rights good. <laughs> uh, to the series from Viacom CBS as part of a non-exclusive streaming deal. Chappelle doesn't own the rights to the series, and he has consistently criticized the media company for licensing it without paying him royalties. In removing the series, Netflix's motivations likely weren't as altruistic as Chappelle. Presents him. The company has a deal with the comedian for exclusive access to a stand-up special. Uh-huh. Had Netflix not honored his request, there's a good chance that he would never wanted to work with the company in the future. So you know that show has been an
3: interesting thing in his life. Yeah. He got what he wanted. We used to have Chappelle on, you know, pretty often. And um, then he hit big with the show. The show became something of an albatross to him. You remember he walked away from a fifty million dollar production deal. And uh, it's weird because it's it's now reached legendary, revered status. Everyone loves The Chappelle Show, but you it's
0: it's something that he... I think it's
3: like uh, it's like uh, Robert Plant and Led Zeppelin.
0: Right. You guys are going to... Uh, I'll get eviscerated for this, but I never got it. Yeah. I, I, I tried watching it a couple times, and it just... And, and listen, I, it's not the first thing that I didn't get. There are a lot of big comedy things that I didn't get. I right. never really fell into sure. her enthusiasm, mm-hmm. or there's a bunch of them. I did, they just kind of... It's, you know, it's not my cup of tea. It's, but it's yeah. a joggernaut, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, and yeah, he could have, uh, he could have had a, a windfall, a huge windfall. I think he won the Mark Twain, uh, Comedy Award last year, which he is a really yeah.
6: prestigious national award. And Neil Brennan, uh, who's a great comedian and wrote with Chappelle for a long time at the, um, at the Chappelle show, gave this speech that is one of the funniest speeches I've ever seen. And it had Dave cracking up so much. But Steve, he talked a lot, Neil Brennan did, I mean, about, uh, the behind the scenes at yeah. the, the Chappelle show and why. It was okay for Dave to walk away. And really at the end, Dave's probably a better person and in a better place, having walked away from the Chappelle show. Uh and, and listen, that's in a staggering amount of money to say no to, but he's better off now. So yeah. you can see why he maybe he was the right choice. Yeah. Um,
0: I have a couple of uh, people passing, um, and they're not uh, big, big names. But uh, so, so no big loss. No, well, oh. Bill Murray's older brother Ed Murray died.
3: I, yeah, I had to look him up, President. I was not familiar. Yeah, there's, I, I know the
0: other brothers. He didn't do any. Yeah. He stayed out of entertainment. He's one of the two of the nine in the family oh, wow. who stayed out of the. There, I didn't know there were nine. I didn't siblings. know there were nine. And
3: I, from what I understand, he's he's the one that got them all interested in golf, right?
0: Well, yes. Yeah, so so he was the eldest, and uh, he's one of two who did not get into the entertainment industry um Ed Murray was named for his father and he was responsible for leading his family into its love of golf he he start he was a um a caddy uh at their local private golf course and the character of Danny Noonan was solely based on Ed wow. Murray part of the reason he won a caddy scholarship yeah which is part of Danny Noonan's story in Caddy I think they were all part of an elite group of caddies from what I read Well they they have become they're they're on the wall of fame yeah, yeah, they yeah. they're like retired uh at, at that country club uh so yeah they were they were considered a um, an important part of the country club and Ed was just one like I said t- of the two of the six Murray brothers uh. Uh, who didn't venture into the entertainment world, along with Andy Murray, a chef who opened a Caddyshack-themed restaurant in 2001, Ed adventured into the business world as a broadcasting rep in Chicago and later as a stockbroker in California. Uh, But, yeah, they were a large large family, so um, that's uh, sad news for uh, Bill and company. And also, Steve, a character actress, Dina Dietrich, who starred in multiple TV shows, and you'll mainly remember her, Steve, I know you will, as Mother Nature from yes. the long-running chiffon margarine commercial campaign. Uh, yeah, it
3: was hugely successful. Don't don't mess it's, with Mother Nature. It's not nice to, to fool Mother, Mother Nature. Nature. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, she don't was,
3: finger blast Mother Nature.
0: She was 91 years old. She died of natural causes in L.A. at a healthcare facility. She, she was a, a, a longtime
3: character actress.
0: She appeared in. Tons of TV shows. Welcome back, Cotter. The Ropers. Square Pegs. 30-something. Gary Shanley Show. The Golden Girls. Murphy Brown. Mad About You. And Casey. She was also in History of the World Part 1. Oh, yeah. I know you know that movie well. You know what, Nick? Find out who her character... Was she one of Madeline Kahn's... um, Was. I think she might
6: have been, like, her assistant. Assistant, yeah. Her name... Her character name was uh, Competence. So,
0: and... she was somewhere in the Roman guard I guess. Yeah, so I I think you're right Steve. Yeah. I think she might have been Madeleine Kahn's kind of uh assistant, assistant, or, assistant or Yeah. You know, appointment keeper or something uh, that, like
3: that. That commercial, that chiffon commercial was hugely popular. In fact, it, it became like, uh, where's the beef level?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, don't squeeze the charm. Like, right. Mr. Whipple, she was that, oh, yeah. w- you know, the Maytag repairman. She was in that pantheon of uh, well-known yeah. ad campaign characters. So. Probably paid her mortgage for most of her life. Oh, I oh, my would God. imagine. You, you get a hold of a successful campaign? Yep. yep. Look at Flo and freaking <laughs> progressive <laughs> Keeps uh, going. Insurance. Yeah, that's been, how long has she had that career? It's been 10 years at least, maybe yes. 15? and they keep. They
3: keep evolving. You know yeah. what I think is the hilarious? The Liberty Mutual commercial that's on right now where there is a video game and it's yeah, yeah, based yeah. on insurance. And then they cut to just two kids standing there. <laughs> and the one kid goes, wow, oh, that seems boring. <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. It's
0: effing hilarious. Okay. I got to see it. All right. Um, uh, it's Wednesday, oh. but it's a holiday week. <laughs> we got movies. So we're going to go into this. <laughs> hey what was the other one we used to play uh
5: movies uh do i yeah no 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 it was a 20th century fox and uh 20th century
0: fox with the the recorder yeah okay do you want want me to yeah if if you got it because just for old time's sake i i Uh, I wouldn't mind rotating those because i do miss that other one and uh, I haven't heard that one. Can we one hear yet. that one now? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, looking no for, for it. it. Uh, yeah. Here he's, you go. Got to search it and find Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now <we're> go. Uh... <laughs> All
7: right.
0: Movies opening, The Croods, A New Age, animated comedy, Nicolas Cage, Emma Stone, Ryan Reynolds. And the plot is, searching for a safer habitat, and the prehistoric crude family discovers an idyllic, walled-in paradise that meets all of its needs. Unfortunately, they must also learn to live with the Bettermans, a family that's a couple of steps above the Croods on the evolutionary ladder. So it's keeping up with the Joneses uh, in that realm. Uh, Rated PG, running time, an hour and 35 minutes. Uh, It's got a 74% in Rotten Tomatoes, and it's uh, released to theaters. You know how when uh, you have younger kids, you'll go see pretty
6: much any animated movie in the theaters? I I didn't dislike The Crudes, but I only saw, I don't know, 20 minutes of it because I fell asleep (laughs) hard. Oh, really? Yeah. Kathy, it's not because it was a bad movie. It just was like one of those afternoons where I took Ben and zonked the F out and never really... Came back to watch the rest of it. Did
0: you like it, Kathy, or no? Uh,
2: Yeah, I did like it. I I thought it was
0: okay. I thought it was okay. Uh, Nick, and I was that way when we were in the going-to-every-animated-movie phase with the kids. If it wasn't Pixar, (laughs) there's a good chance I was going to nod off on (laughs) it. So, that is out, and uh, it's not a bad score. Also, Hillbilly Elegy. Elegy. Is it Elegy? Yeah. Okay, so this is on... uh, Yeah, this is Amy Adams, uh, Glenn Close, and Frida Pinto, A Yale law student draws back, uh, drawn back to his Appalachian hometown, reflects on his family's history and his own future. It's rated R, hour and 56 minutes. Wow. In theaters and streaming, uh, Rotten Tomatoes score 25%. They've been pushing that one pretty hard, too. What they say is, it's Kathy, this falls into the, like, the house of sand and, like, like, what looks depressing. Like,
3: like they say every character is nuclear depressing. And like there's like there's and Glenn Close, uh, is, just looks like a sack of crap.
0: Yeah, I think she's And I mean that as a compliment. To, yeah. Supposed to, yeah. But there's a real drug problem, yeah, yeah. and and it looks really depressing and hard. Oh, good. Hey, a holiday movie. Yeah. Thanksgiving yeah. <laughs> <A> holiday, <laughs> holiday favorite. Uh huh. Want to feel better about those horrible discussions you're gonna have <laughs> over the Thanksgiving table? Watch yeah. this one, Hillbilly Elegy. It's it's a, it's a Ron Howard movie. All right. Uh, then we have clips.
3: We're, not done. <laughs> <laughs> We're done, folks. It just keeps getting better. The entertainment never stops.
0: The much anticipated follow up to the iconic 1990s sitcom Saved by the Bell has finally arrived to save your Thanksgiving holiday. And in this clip, star, oh, wow, uh, has scary. Uh, Velasquez uh, scary. discusses how the original cast helped ease the new cast into their roles. Here we go.
4: They created a space where they allowed us to ask questions. It wasn't odd in any way. It was like we were always a part of the show. They were very, very much helpful, especially in table reads in between set, you know, in between certain scenes. They would always come up to us, talk to us. They're super, like, dope and down to earth.
9: It's weird. It's like I kind of knew them before knowing them.
0: Oh, I wonder how old these quote-unquote high school students are. 51. Uh Because yeah. they're all stunning. Of you course know, they, they are. It's, it's a yeah. attack yeah. of the beautiful people. But uh, the reboot of Saved by the Bell is available to watch on Peacock today. I'm going to watch it. I'm very excited for the show. Marissa, are you going to give it any time at all, you think, for for just history's sake?
4: I saw a commercial last night, and I turned to Matt, and I said, can we just spend Thanksgiving watching Saved by the Bell? All right. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> I wanna get, when we get back, I want to get your take on all it. All right. Okay? All right. Here's the next clip. Dark secrets and deception are put in the spotlight in the newest horror thriller on Hulu, titled Run. In this clip, Kira Allen talks about her first experience meeting fellow co-star Sarah Paulson. Here we go.
2: I was a big fan of Sarah's work. I was actually in the middle of the latest season of American Horror Story when I found out that she was cast and that I was going to be reading with her. I was absolutely terrified. I've never been in an audition room with someone like Sarah before. It was the first time. She right away put me at ease. She wanted to get to know me. We spent a Long time talking even before we did the scenes, and she really believed in me. How scared!
0: Run is available to stream on Hulu, and there you go. That's what I have for you this morning. Who's Lou? Who's Lou? <laughs> oh my God! Right, we uh, played that back this morning. I saw some text messages yeah, coming out about her buddy <laughs> Lou and his <laughs> the whip, the whip.
6: I got a tweet yesterday that said uh, from some listener who said he didn't believe that Lou's stories were real, and I was like, I didn't even respond, but I was like, no, they're legit. Oh yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't make this stuff up. Listen no. to
2: Lou's voice; that's real. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah exactly. <laughs> if he
3: talk like pitchuation, there might be reason to uh, yeah.
0: I, I suspect met it's
3: not accurate. Casey
2: has hung out with Lou.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, not hung out,
5: but I have met him. I've uh, shared a bottle of water uh, in his company, and his wife said to me. It's true. <laughs> Everything
3: that he says, it it's really true. happened. No, I believe he it. Seems 100%, that's what, <laughs> yeah. what, what. what's so great about him. He's and 100% authentic. And let's not authentic.
2: let the comment yesterday pass. No, no. Like, I need to know about his first wife who died in jail. Yes.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll, well, let's... let's... Let's get Lou in doses, because yeah. yeah. then the, the the hits just keep on coming.
2: Yeah, I just don't want to forget about
0: that. Uh, no, no. Like Casey said, we'll put a pin in that and save that <laughs> for later on. All right. We are going to have to take a quick break and come back in a moment. We share this Wednesday morning together. It's going to be nice today, about 58 degrees, comfy. So hang with us. We'll be back in a little bit. What's
1: new? Live you asked. ACDC. Royal Blood, I had in, in, in. Deftones, yes,
0: I'm new music, more of everything that rocks I'm 933, WMMR. Steve sent me a list from the National Fire Protection Association safety tips yep. for uh, Thanksgiving. These are these are really eye opening. <laughs> these are the stupidest. This is like the okay. heat. <laughs> Warning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stuff. So you want to hear? Yeah. Let's okay. have a few. All right. Top 10 safety tips. Yeah. Okay. Stay in the kitchen when you're cooking on the stove so you can keep an eye on the food. Yeah. Stay in the home when cooking your turkey and check on it frequently. You don't go away for a couple hours? Keep children away from the stove because the stove will be hot. And- Wait, you're, oh, you're okay.
2: going too fast. I'm trying to write I know. This
0: Jot down. <laughs> these down. And the kids should stay three feet away. Three feet. Make sure that kids stay away from hot food and liquids. The oh. steam or splash from vegetables, gravy, and coffee could cause serious burns. I never the thought bursting, of bursting
2: uh, pressure cooker. Yeah,
0: yeah. Keep <laughs> knives out of the reach of children. <laughs> Why? Be sure that electric cords from an electric knife, coffee maker, plate warmer, or mixer are not dangling off the counter within easy reach of a child. These are just, this are just standard child care stuff here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is how to be a parent. So yeah. what you're
3: saying is... That Anything where a child could yank on it and have a knife careen down into their skull is something
0: you want to avoid. This is only something that you need to tell, like, kids, uh, parents who have, like, brand-new, just-moving-around kids. Like, you don't realize that they can reach up and grab things yet, but most people know this. Preston, if you have, like, a a three-year-old with a decent reach, should
3: you keep bowling balls on the edge of a counter? (laughs) (laughs) Only if you want. Okay. Yeah.
2: Hey, remember the ovens, though? The front of them, they used to get really, really hot. Yeah. Uh, when I was a baby, I put both of my hands on there. Whoa. and Yeah, and I burnt both of the palms of my hands. There are pictures of me with both of my hands wrapped up. My mom said it was the worst she has ever felt in her entire life. I'll
0: bet. Oh, my yeah. God. Did you have, did, Do you remember it?
2: I don't remember. I okay. was a baby, like still You're in baby. diapers, okay. baby. Yeah. Wow. But
0: to this day, no manual
3: stimulation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what did it.
2: Steve, that's In, why I don't get the whole yeah. hand job. I mean, thing. listen,
3: hey, <laughs> that's why she doesn't get the whole hand job thing. Let me ask you, Kathy, it's really subtle, Kat. <laughs> <Yeah>. did, <laughs> did you lose any any like fingerprint uh, I mean how how bad was the burn?
2: You know what? Let me tell you this. Every time I have to go for fingerprints because you guys know yes. I'm a criminal and I always I have to go a lot. Yeah. No, I've had to have my fingerprints taken um, a few times. I have to have like a special. Um, they clean them. They put alcohol on them. They do all this crazy stuff. Was and it because then, of that? It, it seems... I don't, Steve. I don't know wow. if it's because of that. But um, in the end, they have to like they're, they're, they click like okay for each finger, huh. and they have to like basically put in a note that they've done <laughs> that they've done it a number of times mm. and can't get like the Proper, That could be it.
3: That could be it, Kathy. So I actually
2: could be a criminal because they yeah. really wouldn't be able yeah. to find
5: <laughs> me. <laughs> um, we had uh, two kerosene heaters in my house. Uh, and so those that's what we had to worry about burning ourselves on. Uh, we had a kid who lived across the street who ended up like
6: they didn't have kerosene heaters, so he it, didn't know. Was it the knob? Uh, Do you remember? Like there was a, a knob. That it was you would turn. A, it looked no, like R two D two on the on the heater itself. It, it, there was a there was a little adjustment knob uh-huh. that, for whatever reason, was metal and it would get to the temperature of the sun. and And I remember it <laughs> burning friends who also had kerosene heaters. Yeah, their parents would have to warn them. There was it was a, uh, maybe it was like to adjust the amount of flame that was coming out. But it was why would you make the the, the why would I you make know. the adjustment
3: <laughs> knob <conductor key>? heat <laughs> Nick was it, and, uh, you guys are talking about the ones you say R two D two and it sat in sort of like a tray at the base. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're looking at one. Yeah, we, I have, they, they I have were, one of these. They were you a have nightmare.
0: One? Yeah. Like, uh, currently you have one. I currently have one, yeah. It was for emergencies. It was um, years and years ago when there were the nasty storms coming through, like ice storms. Yes. Uh, and there was going to be a threat, and, and there were areas that were losing power, and they were losing power for a okay. length of time, and it's cold. Yeah. I just wanted to have an emergency heat source that we could stay in a small room and at least stay warm with, so so I bought that. And okay. I've never <laughs> used it. Actually, I used it one time. All right, if so-
3: you use it properly... With, but, but a and lot of times people would just pluck it on in a room that they felt was not as warm as it should. And you can burn these indoors. You yeah. don't have to worry about it. Well,
5: that's the thing. We yeah. had one that sat in our uh, hallway and then one that sat in the middle of our kitchen floor. Um, I do have a dumb question, though. Yeah. What if you use gasoline instead of kerosene? Would that just a fl-
7: flat-out
3: uh, They out recommend explode? that. Yeah. yeah, no, I
0: don't Only know. Only if you light it with a stick of dynamite. Kerosene burns differently <laughs> yeah. than, I burns than gasoline maybe? does, I, probably. You um, can uh, Yeah, yeah we, we used to use uh, kerosene in an um, old lantern. Yes. You know, the, right. the wick lanterns, dude. The worst I ever burned myself. Really? Was, I was at my buddy Danny's house, Yeah. and and the, the, the lights went out. It was a storm. Lights went out. We were a bunch of us. It was in the evening. It was on a weekend. We were having a party of sorts. So we, we lit that... Uh, that uh, lantern. Right. And uh we're you know, we're doing shots, and, you know, <laughs> playing quarters and doing whatever and at some point I reached over and I grabbed the glass part that covers over oh. it. there's a big glass part that covers where the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the wick burns. I didn't think it no. dude like it, it blisters immediately <sighs> on my thumb oh, and my index and middle fingers and it was Excruciatingly yeah, painful. The
3: funny well, it's not funny, but when you become that moment, that nanosecond oh. at which you become aware that your flesh is burning because oh, you've terrible. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Oh. That's how Kathy lost her fingerprints and they can no longer do hand jobs.
5: <laughs> so when that was your bong holding hand, right? That wasn't your lighter hand that you burned? I could do either. I mean serious when it comes to weed. Oh well, uh,
3: come on. You, you you improvise when oh. you have to. Uh
0: kerosene, by the way, here Nick pulled up this information, is less volatile than gasoline. It's flash point, the temperature at which it generates a flammable vapor near its surface is hundred degrees Fahrenheit or higher, whereas gasoline is as low as uh negative forty degrees. Wow, this property makes kerosene a relatively safe fuel to store and handle as well. You, you have you have fireplaces, yes, yes. Okay, do you use them? Uh, yes, I have a gas fireplace, okay, and yeah. then but I have a wood burning fire pit outside. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, but it's uh, propane. Okay, we have or the, uh, the the fire pit, uh, the fireplace inside.
5: I have a wood fireplace and a gas fireplace, and I prefer the the wood fireplace over the gas
0: fireplace. Gas scares you? It do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I mean, I have used the gas fireplace in my house maybe three times, and all three times I call my father-in-law. I'm like, okay, what do you I come do over next? And, oh, <laughs>
3: Can you come over and turn this on for me? You push. <laughs> you push the
5: button. Yeah. I the live
3: Hulk. in Delaware. You push the whole.
5: <laughs> Holy
0: crap. Wait, I live in Delaware.
5: Yeah, I, I am not coming up there to push the button.
0: Oh.
3: I live I in I Delaware. I live <laughs> in Wilmington.
0: Yeah.
3: Do I, it. Be a man.
6: All right, Casey, I have a stupid question to follow yours. Uh, I don't, uh, I have a gas fireplace as well. I've never paid a gas bill. I don't know. It's probably
3: fed off your house line, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Every every month your neighbor's like, how am I getting a bill?
0: (laughs) I don't know where the gas comes from. And I've never questioned
3: it. How am I getting, look at
6: this. For 11 months I'm getting a bill. I don't have a gas bill.
0: You have a gas burning fireplace. Yes, uh, and well, you may there <laughs> may be a propane tank somewhere.
6: Do you have, do you have and, gas and heat? The you house? just
2: haven't
0: used it enough.
6: It's got to be a,
2: it's got to be a gas line though because you don't replace it, right, Nick?
6: Yeah, right. It, it, that's right, Kathy. It just pumps in. and you use it often. Sure, yeah, I, and I love it. I, well, how's the house heated?
0: Gas heat? Uh, no electric heat. Huh? Yes. Okay. Uh, there's no gas, and there's no gas bill. So, my, my heating in my entire house is heated by propane, so we have to have, right. the, the, tank you have the tank refilled up. like, you know, uh, yeah. every once in once a, a while. Day. I don't know, ask for shelves I... <laughs> sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but I, it I comes, understand It that comes from a magic right. elf, Preston. Now go to sleep. That thing makes sense to me. But <laughs> you're not sure if it's natural gas or some type of uh, propane. You know, or I, something. Uh, I, w- I probably was told when I bought the house, but I haven't researched it since. <laughs> I mean, wow. Do like... me a favor don't
3: ask about the fireplace, you'll only upset him. Okay. Interesting. That is kind of weird, Nick. Uh, but th- perhaps you, perhaps, is it possible they ran a gas line?
2: Yeah. S- just for know...
3: the fireplace? Yeah.
2: Yeah, because you know, people can get a gas line run for their grill as well. So yes. people are
6: saying, Kathy, that I should check my Pico Bill. Uh that's good advice. I'll check that. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't
5: think he has scoured every single cent that has been charged
6: to him I, in I his do, Pico yeah. Bill, yeah. I look at all the bills, I pay attention to the stuff that, that you know the because I'm in charge of the bills in my house, so but maybe I just haven't looked at the itemization the on it. Yeah. yeah. I'll go okay. online
0: when my neighbor's off. I steal his wi fi. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Linda. Linda, you're on the air. Good morning.
5: Morning. Sorry to bother you at work.
0: No, it's all right, Linda, what's up?
5: I really gotta tell you, I really don't want listeners confusing natural gas with gasoline. Gasoline will blow up. Yeah. Our a friend of our a good friend of ours in northeast Philly in a row house was changing his fuel pump in his
2: car as he emptied the gasoline. He entered his back door and the fumes alone oh my God. exploded from the pilot of his water heater oh, and the
5: half burnt. For- down No. <laughs> wow. So, yes. Yes. In Northeast Philly. So. It was yeah. hilarious,
0: wasn't it, Linda? <laughs>
3: <Just> cracking
5: up.
0: <laughs> well,
3: it's you should have seen the pattern the debris fell in. Oh, it was pretty funny. Right. It looked like, it looked smiley like smiley the middle face. finger. <laughs>
9: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and we have a nice
0: not- <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Thank you, Linda. So, yeah. So and and, and I'm sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to hang up on her. uh Linda, uh, Nick. Yes, there's a lot of people are texting in. it It. Is included, it can be included in your electric bill. I'm so. going to look that up. Yeah, you may want How check
3: do they, that out. so what do they, they, they pump the gas to the electrical wires?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, so anyhow, these are these are some tips for Thanksgiving. Be careful around hot stuff. That's that's what you you need, you need to do. Yeah, and, 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 uh, and
3: cold stuff can freeze you. Cold stuff will be uh, very, uh, the nighttime very cold will, will tend you. to
0: be darker than daytime. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Hey, Press, you said um, you might be able to find time to
0: brine your uh, your bird. I am. Yes, I am going to brine the bird. I actually we went and picked up. I picked up my bird yesterday. Man, my wife had pre ordered it, and uh, the place that I went to. They had people directing traffic. Really? It was so busy. Oh, wow. People up uh, picking up their uh, their fresh birds. Yeah. Wow. So uh,
3: is this the place you always go to? Is it, it's an organic sort of...
0: Um... Uh, I don't know if it's organic or not, but it's just fresh. Okay. You know, as opposed to frozen. They, 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 they shoot them right in the parking lot. It's a turkey farm. <laughs> I can tell you the name of it because I, I believe it's Bolton. Um, All right, pull up. Here. There you go. All right, pull up. All right, there you go. Next! Pull up. All right, there you go. Here's a uh, one for you. Let's see here. What's that? Oh, you Here's got a couple? Here's a fresh one for you. <laughs> Shut up. And and what's funny is I kind of got I, I had asked while I was there, <laughs> I said, uh, hey, do you guys have any um brine kits? You know, right. a bag and everything, and and the gal goes, She's like, actually, we recommend against brining so we don't have and an old guy standing in front of me turned around and goes, You don't need to brine that turkey. And I was like. <laughs> Excuse me? I'm like. Shut up, old man. Yeah. I yeah. D- I d- you d- want to
3: know why? Because I'm your real father. <laughs> I've been looking for you for years, Preston. I have a story to yeah.
0: uh, I tell. Went, I went a little bit on the defensive. Of course. I, I, like, mind hey, your own business. your business. You old and I, fool. I was like, dude, well, I, I like brining. I'm like, I've done it a bunch of different ways. I've cooked them, you know, covering the, the bird in bacon. Oh, yeah. I'm, you I'm like when the wife
3: wears a strap on. <laughs> <it. laughs> <Wow, wow>.
0: She's <laughs> had all the stuff you like
3: in your kinky little hellhole. <laughs> You like your, oh, I like my turkey brine. I like my wife wearing strap-ons. Oh, I like all these things. You like figging, too? (laughs) You know about figging? I know about figging. I invented it. I got the patent right here in my wallet. It's right next to my uh, butterscotch
0: candy. But he he said it kind of snotty to me. Yeah, "Ah, you don't need to brine that turkey. And I'm like... Like I'll I'll do what I yeah. want to take your meds yeah. and shut with up the damn thing. Yeah. So I I and, and shouldn't it, you be dead? I mean, in, hindsight, not... in hindsight in hindsight, later on, I was like, did I, did I even need to get defensive with this guy? It was stupid. I should have just got should have pantsed him. Right?
3: <laughs> 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 oh
7: yeah,
3: <laughs> I didn't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I didn't invite you into the conversation
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh... yeah Bolton's is the name of it Somebody texted right. him 113 in Silverdale Yep that's it And this person lives across the street They said Well I'm sorry I missed you Go ask the old man about Brian and <laughs> So anyway, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm sorry, but did you engage the guy in conversation or (laughs) no? After I just said, look, I I go. I've cooked it a bunch of different ways. I've cooked them, you know, wrapping in bacon, flipping it upside down, stuffed, not stuffed, and and I like Brian. So get the hell away. Enjoy your dildo. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Hang on here. All All right. right. So so Josh has a PSA, and we've covered this before, but I'll let him speak. Hey, Josh, you're on the air. Good morning.
9: Hey guys, Gadzooks.
0: Gadzooks, what's up, Josh?
9: Uh, just one, yeah, PSA out there for people deep frying turkeys. I had um, one of the fats uh, spill over onto my arms one year. Oh. Oh, Whoa. God. No, no. Oh, boy. Yeah,
7: yeah
9: uh, it was 350-degree oil. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. all to my knuckles. Oof. And, um, yeah, so just a PSA, watch with kids. You hey, know, Josh,
0: was, what? Uh, yeah. any, any third-degree issues with that?
9: Yeah, so I had... Oh. Um, First, second, and third degree. Um, in between, all my forearms, and then, um, I mean, the pain was incredible. But the of worst course. part actually was when they debris it the next morning. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Oh god. Uh, They, you know, I don't want to get too graphic about it, but you know, take the dead skin off.
0: Yep. Yeah. So yeah. There. I. I but, yeah. It,
3: go ahead.
9: It was a safe. It was a safe setup, but it was just um, like somebody hit the table. It got off kilter and just the oh, whole bucket god. dumped over, <sighs> and my arms just happening right
3: there. So uh, there there are a whole – there are a plethora okay. of things that people recommend. If you're going to deep fry a turkey, please, if you've never done it before, go online oh, and yeah. check. Because it, I know you – oh, it's simple. You just – no. a, there's a sort of flipping thing to it. But the truth of the matter is it really – it can burn your house down. Yep. You can certainly enjoy it and I know people prepare it, love it but it would be worth getting familiar with the rules.
0: Without question, Steve's right. Yeah. Go go watch a quick video on on tips because there may be something you're not thinking of. Uh, by the way, my uncle one time, similar to uh, the last caller, was uh, uh, he was a chef and he was working in a restaurant. He was cleaning the um, uh, the grease traps above. Or, the fry Later, The filter above the uh, fry lighter, yeah. And he slipped on the stool oh. that he was on and he went down hand first in the oh deep fryer, up huh? to his elbow like he was saying... And the recovery from that was nasty. He didn't get third degree because he doesn't have permanent scarring, but he did get really bad second degree burns with gigantic blisters, and it was gnarly. If you, so I watched a. Doc, I mean, not to go off. This is this is pertinent
3: to this, but it's not completely. But the guy who played Jason Voorhees for years, Kane Hodder, mm-hmm. there's a documentary about him, and he used to do. He was known for doing fire effects. Preston, stuntman. Mm-hmm. He went up. He there was a there was a he was actually demonstrating for a news program that was, oh, here's the most here's the guy who does the most fire stunts in Hollywood. And it went awry. But his I've never heard a more horrifying description of the recuperation process. I mean, he was he was burned and he still carries like on his neck and stuff. You can see, you know, a bit of that. He recovered. You know, and he's doing great now. But the process of the healing, as he was talking about, but the dead skin having to be removed Oof, in the yeah, bath uh, yeah. that you would put, they'd put you in a bath that you think is going to be soothing. And it just sends your,
0: your pain levels through the roof. Here's a Texas Temple burn. ICU nurse here. Thanksgiving is one of our busiest oh, days wow. of the year. Almost every year we get a couple of bad Turkey burns admitted. Mm-hmm. Uh, so keep that in mind. Yeah. And, and in fact, yes, for even, even, uh, uh, Kitchen fires, yes. Uh, Thanksgiving is the the top day for that. Of course. Happen, so, have that... you tried? Have you have you seen them? I've seen them reviewed, and maybe you have
3: them in your kitchen. It is a sheet that you throw over any fire. Yeah, with have, an oil
0: fire. We have that. Are it's, they effective? I don't know. Uh, have Rochelle you set anything on fire? Just to check. Bought a couple of them, but they're in this uh, orange bag. Yeah, this small orange bag, and it's supposed to be like I don't even know where it is. To be <laughs> honest, <three. laughs> we should probably put that somewhere. It's right next right? your energy bill. Yeah, there it is. So, yeah, we have these. I, I assume they work. I'm hoping they work. Yeah. I'm it, hoping I know where it is. In an oil fire, they're supposed to be... Right? They're, they're for oil... I don't know. I do know that when we fried the turkey on the roof of Y100... Oh, my God. And we left it on. I left it on too long. And it the, the oil caught on fire. The fire extinguishers that we had didn't work. You'd hit it with it. <laughs> no. It would oh go out. God. And then it would go... And it <gasps> yeah. would fire right Ye-y. back up. And it was because... The fire extinguishers are made for wood fires. Yes, you can't use. You have use to them. get a specific grease fire yeah. fire hydrant. You guys yeah. got really lucky. Oh my we god! Did. You guys got we really, really really lucky so,
5: there. Oh yeah. yeah.
7: Burnt
3: down the plate. <laughs> oh but my god. We, we, we we're on air, Kathy. I'll recount oh a little god. bit of the story. So, and by the way, you know, Preston was really good at, at, at doing the the deep fryer. I thought I'd turned it off. He thought he turned it off. Yeah. I was and on I'm location. Like, by the huh. way. Okay, yeah, you were on... We were doing bobbing for turkeys. Right, and so it's up on the roof, so you could actually step out from where the air studio was on the lower roof in media. And uh, (laughs) we're doing the show, and I'm looking like, wow, I'm seeing flashes of light against the wall behind Preston, and I'm like, what would be causing that? And then I turn around, and the thing's still on the roof. It's it's on fire.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and so we try to put that thing out... (laughs) We had the fire department came. <laughs> the fire department. And what I didn't know about things like that, uh, instant, uh, incidents like yeah. that, is that the fire department doesn't like that. <laughs> and like they got really mad. Yeah. And uh, they were gonna fine us. And yeah. All kinds of stuff. And I'm like, this was news to me. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't no. know all that. And I felt really bad about and it. And they're right. But part of me was like. Doesn't that give you guys something to do? You know, I mean, just, you know just what you're Yeah, around. we love like, it. Isn't that what you're around for? You know, to get into action? So, and I didn't know. I had yeah. no idea. So it's
3: just, you know, it's like it's like when you tell a comedian, I was I was heckling, I was helping you. It was yeah, an yeah, eye yeah.
0: opener. No, they, listen, they like to do yeah. their job. They don't like to be in danger of course, Right, right, right. But, you know, but. The, the and, turkey fire. <laughs> I, I. You know what I chalked that up to? A learning experience. A learning experience, yeah. yes. What, what did we learn? Started yeah. a conversation. Yeah. By the way, I do want to mention, going back to this place, Bolton's, where we got our our turkey from, it it was super efficient. Like, I I pulled up, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be waiting in line for a half hour. And so they're they're directing traffic. They have people coming in and out, and then they have... um you know the the cattle uh, shoot the thing for you oh, to really? go through to get in. Yeah, there's loads of people like Temple in. Grandin where you put your head to the not like oh. that. Like you're waiting in line for a roller <laughs> yeah. coaster, that type of cattle shoot. <laughs> oh, and so uh, and when you get inside, there's somebody standing there. They ask your name. They have this gigantic board. I mean, like the size of those window panes over there. Case wow. The okay. And and everybody's names were written on there. And they take your name. They they cross it off. You walk over and they ask you, and, and so they give you a tag and you walk over. And they, I'd never asked this before, giblets or no giblets? <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't even know that was an oven. I had them removed. <laughs> <laughs> so no giblets? You so went, no, no j- j- I had j- them removed. Because I never do anything with them. I should yeah. make giblet gravy like my mom always does, but gravy's not my specialty. I'm not good at it. I no. never, I've tried it a couple Quick times. Quick question, so please,
3: before you jump in, if I may. So if, if people are thinking about Preston for... Uh, for Christmas or the other holidays, how long in advance do you have to play? I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah. Kathy?
2: Also, I didn't know it was giblets. I thought it was giblets.
0: Giblets? No, not giblets. No, no, you're it's thinking giblets. that's a Kimmy Gibbler. Gibler. Yeah.
2: I, no, yeah, it's Ghibli. annoying.
0: <laughs> what was she Kimmy, on? Uh, Full, House. Full House. Full House. That's why you don't. I
2: know.
3: thought you were going to say Gimlet, which is a drink,
5: correct? It's a drink. or okay.
3: Jimli, which is uh, one of the Lord of the Rings characters.
5: So, press. I was going to ask. You had all this uh, leftover time because of the the process was so easy that you picked a fight with a guy over brining your turkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Nice. It was brief. No, he started it. Yeah. Well, okay. Sure. He turned around. Says you and what? commented on something. What that was did I hear? None of his business. <laughs> Who said that? You don't need to brine. Who's the briner in this line? <laughs> you don't need to brine that turkey. <laughs> yeah. No. I also don't all need right. to put your pants all down. All right, pussy.
3: I <laughs> once humped an alligator. <laughs>
0: what? Huh? All right. You go brine I'm just turkey. here
3: for turkey.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just came to
3: feed <laughs> my don't... family. And,
6: uh, I don't know what humping an alligator has to do with the... I'm a man. That's oh. what it means. Yeah. You guys going to uh, listen to Pierre at all tomorrow? Oh yeah, I do. Every I always year. do. Yeah, it's um 10 a.m., noon, and uh, two for Alex. I just can't, I can't
3: get down the times he plays Alex. <laughs> well, restaurant.
6: it's funny, man. I, like I know we say yeah. it ad nauseum, but people forget it or miss it or whatever. But uh, I love listening to Pierre on Thanksgiving. So um, 10, and 12, and I, two, right? 10, 12, and two, and uh, the 10 a.m. is a, a loose interpretation of the time, but the noon and the two is usually pretty good at getting on.
0: I'm kind of wishy-washy on the song, uh, but yeah, I, but I like. Uh, you know what I love that Pierre does this time of year. Is is the Welcome Home. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's a short promo that runs, and it is so it's so heartwarming. Yeah, well, Pierre's the perfect so, one to do that, because so it is from nice. the heart. It's, and it's different this year, because not many people well, he shouldn't be traveling, but there are still going to be people, so I'm sure he's going to run it. But,
6: it's funny, yeah. because I, I feel the same way about the song that you do, but it, it doesn't matter. Like, it's the tradition of the yeah. song, and it's the Pierre playing of it. That's what matters yeah.
0: to me. Right. Uh, so but all that, you Bryners out there. But <laughs> Briner! Brainer! <laughs> Points at me. <laughs> it's like children like, of the corn. Outworlder. Yeah. Briner! <laughs> All right. Uh, let's take a break and come back with some bizarre file stories for you. Remind you that we do have a secret text word today. It's a chance for you to win Unhinged, the Russell Crowe film. And you can text the word secret to 39333. We'll send a word
1: back to you see if you win a little bit later on. We'll be right back. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR at radio.com. Yes. Yes, you can.
0: All right, and a thank you to Marchwood Tavern for coming by today. They're here as part of the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Thursday night Homegate kickoff. You can visit WMMR.com slash Bud Light to enter to win a football Homegate prize pack delivered safely by a member of the President's Steve Show. And each week, a winner receives great Bud Light prizes and a gift card to local restaurants like Marchwood Tavern which is located on Marchwood Road in Exton. They are a staple in the local Exton community, serving up delicious house-made food seven days Mm. a week. So let's take caller number 8 at 215-263-WMMR, and I will give you a $25 gift card this morning. And uh, they brought us some uh, goodies. They brought uh, fresh mozzarella and tomato and basil salad. And a Signature Tavern House Salad as well. So we we will be enjoying some of that good stuff in a little while. And uh, we'll give you more chances to win uh, as the course of the morning goes on. A reminder, too, that we have a short work week this yes. week. With uh, tomorrow being Thanksgiving. So if you're interested in the word of the week prize, we're going to give that away today. So only nice. the third letter that we'll get to you. And that is coming up at the end of the program. And on top of all of that... We have a secret text word today, too, seeing that it is a Wednesday, so you can enter to win unhinged on Blu-ray. Text the word SECRET to 39333. We're going to send a word back to you later on. We'll ask for the designated caller uh, to get in and get that, and we'll also grab a random text or two. So go ahead and text the word SECRET to 39333. And one more thing to mention. We also have the virtual Santa. Ooh! Oh, oh. At uh, WMMR.com. and you can go there and My book a name is Annabelle. A life, a live virtual visit, including souvenir photos and video with Santa to share with friends and family. Now that's it's, awesome. It's nineteen ninety five. Yeah, uh, but you can do that and still get a, a Santa moment and have the, the keepsakes as we always Aww. got the pictures and stuff when. Uh, our kids were young. So I think that's great. Go to WMMR.com and the keyword is Santa. We should be hearing something from Fox 29 any moment now as we will go live on their air. I have everything on and up.
4: There Oh, how about that. Okay, let's get to Preston and Steve because we all know how this goes. Hey guys. Hey. Good, morning. good morning, guys. <laughs> good morning. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. And yes. the
0: same to you. Looking forward to Thank my you. favorite holiday of the year by far. Right. Isn't yep. it
4: great? Mm-hmm. So we're gonna talk about the Thanksgiving Day naps, right? Do you guys mm. all go to sleep a little bit after you eat?
0: I don't. Uh, if if I
3: know if I want to, I will whip up one of my famous Nyquil smoothies, oh. and uh, that was oh yeah. me I, I I don't. and Yet I'm envious. I have relatives. I have family members that can go out like a light just sit down on the couch in a crowded room
0: and pass out i envy them but i can't i will sometimes it's not like a tradition you know as part yeah. of it's expected but if uh, if if we if i've really eaten a lot yeah i'll i'll settle in for a little snoozer <laughs> 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 a little 5 6 hour nap yeah. mm-hmm.
4: Well, they say that's why you should do the meal kind of early cuz i don't know some people do it in the evening some do it like late afternoon that's that way what I you can do. just Take a nap, yep, go back, get your second plate, take a little rest a little bit, go back. And
3: try the Robitussin instead of the NyQuil. The Robitussin in case you have an, (laughs) an annoying cough. Yeah. There you are, uh, uh, right. Do you
4: guys help out at all, the Thanksgiving
3: meals?
0: Oh, yeah. I lo- it's what I look forward to. I'm, I'm, I'm a guy in the kitchen. I like to cook, so I really, oh, yeah. really like Thanksgiving because of the, the cooking part. Some people hate that part of it. But I love it.
3: If oh. I'm at a uh, someone else's house and they've invited me over during that time, I like to go to their medicine cabinet. So okay. I think that's <laughs> kind of my thing. But actually, you know what? A lot of times... Because my, my wife will go visit family, and, and so, you know, I'll, I'll be by myself. And those, during Thanksgiving, I, I end up putting up all the Christmas stuff. I love it on that level. So, for uh-huh. me, that's another it's uh, a you know ad, ad advantage to having that time off, yeah. and there's nobody getting in your face.
4: <laughs> True, right? but it seems yeah. like everybody's putting up their decorations earlier this year because they're just over it.
0: <laughs> uh, well, well uh, and yes, tremendously and so. And there was a nice, mild stretch. Yeah. I went out, like, two weeks ago and put lights out. I'm not going to turn them on until after tomorrow, but... Yeah, man, because I've, I've, there have been years where I'm like, oh, why did I wait? It's freezing cold, so yeah. Right. Can go for you it. combine both?
3: Can you be drowsy and go hang lights on the side of your house? <laughs> I think that'd be you great. Get up on a ladder.
9: ladder. On, on the eight foot ladder. Yeah, that right. works up yeah. perfectly. Yeah.
4: We also want to congratulate you guys on another successful year of Camp Out for Hunger. Thank, Thank you. you
0: thank you What's alex again? it was unbelievable so food in the pounds of food donated two and a half over two and a half million pounds of food wow and to put this into perspective we also take monetary donations last year we got around two hundred thousand dollars in donations this year 1.44 wow. million Ooh. dollars donated it's Astronomical. It so far went beyond our expectations. So so
3: think about this, all right? With everything going on, and we we were calling this by far the most necessary camp out for hunger we've ever done. People going through all sorts of things. And what do the people of this area do? What they always do, they stepped up and they actually gave us. the record breaker to end record breakers of all Camp Out strong incredible. Okay. Yeah, they it's say strong. good things
5: happen in Philadelphia, right? Yeah.
0: Yes, sir. And yeah. it That's does. Right. You
5: can still donate, right? Yes.
0: Uh, yeah, through today at Acme, if you go through the uh, the checkout line, you can donate uh, right there as you're checking out, and uh, then that'll be it. So next week we'll have an even higher total because it's been right. going for it. almost a week past it. So
4: We're so glad That's that it. you guys found a way to still make it happen and it was so needed in 2020. We're thankful for you. We
0: and are. you. And we thank you guys.
4: Have a great holiday. Take care of you guys, too. Happy Thanksgiving.
0: Thanksgiving. Mwah. All right. (laughs) Love it. All right. We have to do
1: uh, some Bizarre File stories. I'm dying to get these out to you. Here we
0: go.
1: WMMR presents Priston and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre File. Ah! All
0: right. It's brought to you by Cinch Propane Home Delivery Service. They make life so much easier. Never leave your house for propane ever again. Visit Cinch.com. That's Cinch spelled C-Y-N-C-H- Uh, Nick enlightened me to this story yesterday, and you may have seen it, and it certainly belongs here in the Bizarre File. A mysterious metal monolith (laughs) was discovered in Utah after public safety officers spotted the object while conducting a routine wildlife mission. A helicopter crew with the Utah Department of Public Safety Aero Bureau uh, was assisting wildlife resources to count bighorn sheep in southeastern Utah. Twelve, thirteen, (laughs) fourteen. Uh, Pilot Brett Hutchings said one of the officers spotted the object in a remote area of red rock, something that appeared to be a scene like right out of 2001 A Space Odyssey. It looks like that monolith, only it's silver. It's silver,
3: right? The uh, one in, uh, in uh, 2001 is, is black.
0: Hutchings said, he said, he was like, whoa, 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 turn around, turn around. And I was like, what? And he said, there's this thing back there and we got to go look at it. Uh, We just happened to fly directly over the top of it. Hutchings said the origins of the silver metal monolith still remain a mystery, but it appeared to be a new wave art installation that stood between 10 and 12 feet high. It's great. Uh, And he said it is illegal to install structures or art without authorization on federally mandated public land, managed public lands, uh, no matter what planet you're from. Uh, So the department said that it was unclear who or what installed the monolith, and that they would not disclose the exact location of the object out of safety concerns,
3: the years ago they were selling replicas of the uh, one company uh, for massive two thousand and one fans, which uh, I am, uh, were selling monoliths for your yard Preston oh that's for cool. something like ten thousand oh dollars i could not I could not justify that first off it I didn 't have it, but second off to for a black
0: monolith. Yeah. you know I have a story of this monolith thing. I think it's in Georgia. And it's pretty lengthy, and I've never had the occasion. Maybe I'll whip that out. Maybe I'll I'll, I'll share it with you guys. It's really weird, man. Okay. Uh, so you right, know, like I'll, like, I'll, like I'll a... run it, I'll will t- go take a look at it. I have it in the office, and and see if it's worth bringing up today, uh, because of this story. But it's it's wild. All right, moving on. Here's another weird one: a brownish yellow hardened skin growth on a man's back Ugh. grew to such massive proportions that it resembled a giant dragon's horn. By the time the surgeons finally removed it. The so-called horn started out humbly as a rough, scaly lesion that first appeared in the middle of a 50-year-old man's back years ago. Over the next three years, the patch of toughened skin grew progressively bigger. Eventually, it formed a thick, curved horn-like structure that extended nearly to the man's waist. At the time of its removal, the growth measure was five and a half inches long, Jesus, and over two inches wide. I would let it keep growing, see if it's a dragon, uh, reaching just over two inches thick. Uh, conical horns, such as these, also known as cutaneous horns, consist of compacted keratin oh. and are mostly commonly found in patients uh, patients from the age of sixty to seventy. So, so what would the consistency of this thing be like? Do they say was it was it very hard? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. It'd be hard. So. While uh, cutaneous horns can form anywhere on the body, they typically appear in places that are exposed to the sun, such as the head and ears, the backs of hands, and the forearms. Uh, The horns are generally small, but in some, such as the recently excised back horn, can reach astonishing proportions. One famous example, preserved and exhibited in the Mutter Museum, measures approximately 8 inches long and was removed from a 70-year-old woman and donated to the museum in the 1940s. That's my horn. Another... (laughs) You like that? You want to stroke my horn? Stroke, touch, touch my horn. Another and then we'll
3: watch Lawrence Welk together.
0: Another human horn in the Mutter Museum's collection is displayed on a wax figure that is sculpted from a living model. This horn belonged to a 19th century French woman known as Madame Dimanche. Do you like my horn? And the structure measured nearly 10 inches long. 10 inch horn. So if you want to see that. Head down to the Modern Museum. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that was
3: such a common, well, not uh, common, but it's a thing. Between Uh, the monolith and the horn, something's going on. (laughs) Right. That's a good uh, rock album title. Between (laughs) the the monolith and the the horn, horn, something's going on. (laughs) What it is ain't exactly clear. There's a chick with a (laughs) horn on her
0: back. (laughs) Telling me about a monolith there. (laughs) Uh, an inmate in Blair County prison is now facing additional charges for an escape attempt by using a milk carton and a plastic spoon. Ah, just like Shawshank. Police say thirty nine snuck out in a milk carton. Thirty nine year old David Snyder used the milk carton to fill the locking mechanism in his cell. Oh. And the plastic spoon to pop the door open. See what
3: I would have done is I would have cut out the picture of the missing person on the back. I would have gotten the milk carton and put my just held my face still. Yes,
0: right. Yeah gone nope. out in the trash. Multiple officers caught Snyder in the act and yelled for him to go back in his, excuse me, in his cell, which he did. Uh, Snyder Aww. was originally... <laughs> ar-
3: want to go back in my cell.
0: ...was arrested on November 12th for a protection from abuse violation and transported to the prison for arraignment. He is now facing new charges that include escape, procuring implements of escape, criminal mischief, and damage to property.
3: I don't quite understand how the mechanics would work,
0: though, with the, uh, yeah, the lock. Sure. Uh. Uh. You think they'd be a little harder to break. And then one more story: A man was arrested Saturday after police say he drove on the wrong side of the freeway at speeds over a hundred miles per hour while intoxicated. How this guy did not die, I do not know. Uh, the man later identified as forty-three-year-old Corey Roy White. Roy White was reported driving northbound in the southbound lanes of Interstate Fifteen Friday night when a Utah Highway Patrol trooper and sheriff's deputies responded. They said he was clocked at 110 miles an hour. Jesus, going the point. wrong direction. Yeah, during the pursuit. He would have obliterated someone. The trooper eventually was able to perform a pit maneuver and stop the driver's van. White told the officers he thought that he was, quote, just dreaming, and he thought the trooper was trying to race him. Uh. Uh, the officer said that he could smell alcohol in the driver and saw an open container in the cup holder. A breath test was performed, but it did not detect alcohol. However, White agreed to a urine test which came back positive for methamphetamine. Uh. A blood test was also taken, the results of which were sent to a lab for testing. He was going to a seahorse party. <laughs> White was arrested on a, seahorses forever. On nine, <laughs> <laughs> on nine counts. Ranging from traffic infractions to felony-level offenses, including driving to the influence, reckless driving, reckless endangerment, and having an open container of alcohol. What's a, uh, what's a pit maneuver? I think that's where they come up behind you and nudge it. Oh, wow. It's so pitted. And the front... The, the front vehicle kind of ends up turning sideways.
6: I mean, I, like, I wouldn't even know where to begin if I were a police officer. And ch- Obviously, they're trained to <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah. But, like, to, that's just to have, have the wherewithal to come up with a tactic to stop somebody,
3: this yeah. lun-
0: you know, the, a lunatic doing
6: this going type of net, thing, fast. Yeah. It's
3: astonishing. yeah so they God nudge, bless
0: They nudge the back, and I think they turn the wheel a little bit, and then it causes the front car to spin out. Wow. So, All right, and there you go. That's why I have the bizarre file for you. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment. Stay close because we got much to get to on this Wednesday. Wednesday, Thanksgiving Eve. We'll be right back.
8: Stream WMMR anywhere you
0: have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. It's always been Acme's goal to make sure that football fans have everything they need to cheer on the Eagles. And today, that goal is no different. No matter what game days look like this year, they'll be there to help you kick off, cheer from your favorite seat, and host like a pro with all the snacks, party trays, and game day foods you know and love. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Steven Singer Jewelers has interest-free financing online and in stores. It's easy. It only takes seconds. Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com.
8: With more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Nick, you wanted to mention something before we get started here. Coming off a really great week at Camp Out for Hunger, there is a
6: lot to be thankful for, and uh, I just wanted to make a, a personal announcement. I am so grateful to announce that my nephew, Luke, has crossed the finish line in his fight against leukemia. Yes. Uh yes. It's just... It's such great news for for my family, for my brother Adam, for my sister-in-law Jenny, for his younger brother Tommy, who had to deal with his older brother uh, having leukemia for most of... Tommy's life and so and they have a a new baby named Janie as well Janie can grow up in a family where leukemia is a thing of the past so um, I'm so happy I'm so proud of Luke the kid's just been a warrior for three years he's fought so hard and I am just so in love with the kid and so proud of him and uh, a lot of gratitude goes to uh, LLS the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society especially right here in Philadelphia I've done a lot of work with them over the last few years there are many families who are not nearly as fortunate as mine and they just do incredible work for families who are going through a tougher time and so i'm i'm so grateful to them for everything that they've done for me and my family and for families who are far less fortunate
0: nick posted a picture of him it's great because he's got a shirt that's a, a it's a riff on the straight out of Compton uh, album oh, and gosh. it's just straight out of chemo yeah. yeah, that's great. Uh-huh. Yeah, he that's
6: got great. He got to do the thing where you ring the bell. Yeah. Uh, a, a few weeks ago, and then uh, he's been taking oral chemo pills over the last uh, few, I guess, month or two, uh, and the last of those pills was ingested last night. So it's just a, it's such a great thing right before and
3: Thanksgiving, right before Thanksgiving time.
6: Yeah, and I, I know you've had a lot of um, dealing, Steve, with, yep. with your own personal battle against cancer, and I just. Uh, uh, it's it's awful, you know. And then, but then there are these finish lines and these signs of hope and these silver linings. And so, thank you for letting me air that.
0: Uh, he's seven years old. He's huh? seven
6: years old, wow. and um, you know, just with everything else going on this year, yeah. uh, to have this positive news is is just great for me and my, my family. And so many people have been so nice through the show. We've, we've raised a lot of money. Uh, Bob Havens is just this great guy, and mm-hmm. and he's donated to, to the cause quite a bit. So I'll do the Big Climb Philly again next year, which benefits LLS, and uh,
0: we'll continue to uh, to fight that fight. But. Thanks for letting me talk about that. Excellent. Well, that's great news. I yeah. love hearing that going into the holiday weekend. So, uh, hey, listen, I wanted to I wanted to follow up the the bizarre file. I had that, uh, the story about this monolith. Uh, Nick had uh, showed it to me yesterday uh, that they found. Straight in, out of 2001. Yeah. In, Not Compton. In, in Utah, <laughs> like out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. In. in like a slot canyon, it's and almost magical. Slutty canyons. So, how somebody got it out there is a bit of a mystery. Uh, it seems like it's some kind of an art thing, and, and it's really cool. But but you would have to go to great lengths to get that where it is, and you know, and then just wait for someone to maybe stumble upon it.
3: Doesn't stuff like that though? Mm. It encourages you. It gives you the, the hey, there's people care to do cool things like this to keep life a mystery
0: and yeah. make things exciting. Mm-hmm. So it made me think of this thing i I saw this story. Are I, you the sorer I'm the sorrer. uh no, mm. I noticed this story years ago, i think, and i and I've sat on it for a long time and never brought it to you guys because it's so lengthy and I, and I was just kind of, I kept it laying around to see if there was a moment to bring it up. Well, And it's about something called the Georgia Guidestones, and I'm going to tell you about that in a second. Is
3: that a, a country band?
0: No, it's not. <laughs> that's um, uh, Kentucky Headhunters.
5: Is this as involved as like the Toynbee tiles? Way more involved. Okay. Way more oh, involved. Okay.
3: It involves the Dukes of Hazard.
0: So uh, I'll, I'll get started and you guys tell me if you're intrigued or not. Okay, right. so the Georgia Guidestones may be the most enigmatic monument in the united states huge slabs of granite inscribed with directions for rebuilding civilization after the apocalypse i've heard of these only one man knows who created them and he's not talking the strangest monument in america it looms over a barren knoll in northeastern georgia five massive slabs of polished granite rise out of the earth in a star pattern the rocks are each 16 feet tall with four of them weighing more than 20 tons apiece. Uh. Together, they, su- say, they support a 25,000-pound capstone. Approaching the edifice, it's hard not to think, of course, of 20, 2001, a space odyssey. Now, I'm reading this from an article, so this is from an author's point of view. Uh, built in 1980, these pale gray rocks are quietly awaiting the end of the world as we know it. Called the Georgia Guidestones Monument is a mystery. Nobody knows exactly who commissioned it or why. The only clues to its origin are on a nearby plaque on the ground, which gives the dimensions and explains a series of intricate notches and holes that correspond to the movements of the sun and stars and the guides themselves, which are directives carved into the rocks. These instructions appear in eight languages ranging from English to Swahili and reflect a peculiar New Age ideology. Some are vague They're vaguely eugenic, like guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Others prescribe standard-issue hippie mysticism, like prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Does any address succulents? What's most widely agreed upon, based on the evidence available, is that the Guidestones are meant to instruct the dazed survivors of some impending apocalypse as they attempt to reconstitute civilization. Uh, not everybody's comfortable with this notion. They, the author writes, a day before he visited, the stones have been splattered with polyurethane and spray painted with graffiti, including slogans like death to the New World Order. Mm. Uh, so some people don't like the idea so of this it, being there. This is this public land? Uh, I don't know. O- opponents have attacked them as the Ten Commandments of the Antichrist. Mm. Uh, the monument is highly engineered, structured, uh, a structure that flawlessly tracks the sun it also manages to uh engender endless fascination thanks to its carefully orchestrated aura of mystery and the stones have attracted plenty of devotees to defend against folks who would like to have them destroyed Uh, the story began on uh in june 1979 when a gray-haired gentleman showed up in elbert county made his way to the offices of elberton granite finishing and introduced himself as robert c christian
3: I'm Robert C. Christian.
0: He claimed to represent a small group of loyal Americans who had been planning the installation of the unusually large and complex stone monument. Christian had come to Elberton uh, because he believed the quarries produced the finest stone on the planet. Uh, Joe Finley, uh, who was the president of that company, nodded when the guy came in. But then when Christian began to describe the monument he had in mind, he stopped what he was doing. Because not only was a man asking for stones larger than any that had ever been quarried quarried in the county, he also wanted them cut, finished, and assembled in some kind of enormous astronomical instrument. Christian explained that the structure he had in mind, would serve as a compass, a calendar, and a clock. It would also need to be engraved with a set of guides written in eight of the world's major languages, mm. and it had to be capable of withstanding the most catastrophic events so that the shattered remnants of humanity would be able to use those guides to reestablish a better civilization than the one that was about to destroy itself. So
3: I'm looking at this, and I don't know if this would be able to withstand the cataclysmic end of the... It, it, it doesn't look... I mean, it looks sturdy,
0: but it doesn't look like it wouldn't come down in something that was really profound... Well, I mean, I don't think it's going to uh, survive an atomic bomb right. or anything like that. But that's why it's out you, you away to, yeah. from anything. So, right. but but it could withstand hurricanes, any kind of natural uh, disasters because those things weigh a ridiculous amount. Did they say what they charge the guy for this all this work? So here's the deal. They, <laughs> he said, he attempted to discourage the man by quoting him a price several times higher than any for any project commission there before. The job would require special tools, heavy equipment, and paid consultants. Uh, but Christian merely nodded and asked how long it would take. Uh, Fenley didn't rightly know, six months at least. He wouldn't be able to even consider such an undertaking until he knew that it would be paid for. And when Christian asked whether there was a banker in town, he considered trustworthy. Friendly saw his chance to unload this guy on a guy named Wyatt Martin, who was the president of the Granite City Bank. Uh, Martin was taken aback when the man told him that uh, straight out that his name, R.C. Christian, was a pseudonym. It wasn't his real name. Mm -hmm. He added that his group had been planning this secretly for 20 years and wanted to remain anonymous forever. He said when he told me what the group wanted to do, I just about fell over. He told him uh, essentially he needed to know that it was going to be paid for and he needed some information. He, He had to find out who the guy was. Eventually, they negotiated to an agreement. Christian would reveal his real name on the condition that Martin promised to serve as his sole intermediary. So how was the money? Sign a confidentiality agreement, pledging never to disclose the information to another living soul and agree to destroy all documents and records related to the project when it was finished. All right, so how was the money exchanged? I don't know. This, Steve, it's really... Lengthy. This is like a twenty-page article. Oh. So I don't. I, I don't know, I know if I only, can make it. I only got to get through part of it, and I don't know
3: hmm.
0: how or how much they they so paid for it. Have experts come in and examined? So the astrological specifications for the guidestones were so complex that Fenley had to retain the services of an of an astronomer from the University of Georgia to help implement the design. The four outer stones were to be oriented based on the limits of the sun's yearly migration. The center column needed two precisely calibrated features, a hole through which the North Star would be visible at all times. What? So, like, it never moves from there. Huh. And a slot that was to align with the position of the rising sun during the solstices and equinoxes. The principal component of the capstone was a 7th-8th-inch aperture through which a beam of sunlight would pass at noon each day, shining on the center stone to indicate the day of the year.
3: No USB ports?
0: The main feature of the monument, though, (laughs) would be the ten dictates carved into both faces of the outer stones in eight languages, English, Spanish, Russian, Chinese, Arabic, Hebrew, Hindu, and Swahili, a mission statement of sorts, uh, and uh, let these be guidestones to an age of reason, I think it says. Uh, was also to be engraved on the sides of the capstone in Egyptian hieroglyphics, classical Greek, Sanskrit, and Babylonian uh, seniform. So what we, so what do we think?
3: <laughs> w- so there, Victor um, on line one here has. Uh, do you think this has? Do you think this has any relevance I don't know. to what Let you're? Let me go to him. Let yeah. me go to Victor.
10: Hey Victor, good morning. Good morning, Gadsuks. Hey Gadsuks, what's up, buddy? Yeah, um, I just figured I'd give you a, a bit of a slant on the uh, the vandalism on the. Uh, Georgia Guidestones. Okay. Well, it seems uh, I was part of a Facebook group groups that were talking about this stuff. And basically, they believe that the, the cabal, the Illuminati, yes. are actually you know the shadow government ruling the world, the cabal. And uh, what's happening is there's an event happening, some kind of disaster, and disclosure, they're letting people know ahead of time that this is what's going to happen. And basically, these are the instructions that we're going to follow. We're letting you know ahead of time that this is what's going to go down. You can't stop it.
0: Huh. Okay. And what's going to go down?
10: No idea. Well, yeah, there's going to be a, another uh, like, K2 event. This is what the uh, Go Beckley Tepe thing is about.
0: A K2 event?
10: The one that uh, destroyed the dinosaurs.
0: Oh, no, right. I thought it was oh. a mountain from uh, Better Off Dead. Mm. Uh, no, that's the K-12. Oh, the
10: or K-12. K-12, K-12 yeah, so man. you're saying the Illuminati's in some way dude, dude, d- connected dude, dude, to
3: Better, dude, dude, to
10: better dude, Off Dead. I, I apologize.
3: No, there's no uh, Listen, uh, honestly, uh, okay, so, there's a lot of Ks in this world. So, so there's a there's
0: an an extinction-level event that's coming to the world. Exactly. Okay. And. You know, well, that's this has they... to do
3: with Cold Stone Creamery.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it's all about stones, yeah, exactly. Stone. Stones mm-hmm.
10: all over the place. So uh-huh.
3: this is—I I, I watch, you know, the Ancient Alien shows and all that stuff. My wife is, is into them, and they always—they mention things that are like this. Uh, and so, but you have no indication, Victor, of what this—you know—world-ending cataclysmic event is.
10: Well, I don't think they've uh, deciphered it yet. But like yeah. I said, uh, they found the uh, stones, these monuments at Göbekli Tepe. And what they say is that another event is coming, a meteor or something is going to hit. Right. And it's not going to be fun. Agree, 12,000 years.
3: Well, you know, you you, you bring up that location. Uh, if you watch these shows, Preston, you see stones like this uh, that weren't done in modern times that were done a thousand years ago. You know, uh, 1500 years ago. I mean, ridiculous amounts of time where it, you how did they get things so precise? There is a temple Like a four-story stone temple that was carved out of stone continuously Mm -hmm. down into
0: the ground. Right, right, right.
3: Yeah, what those, kind of tech? How did they do that?
0: Yeah, those things are pretty wild. How and
3: bored were they?
0: Yeah, that's that's what the, the, you know. Ancient aliens yeah. uh, focuses on on right. on things that how how were these uh, take the aliens out of it? Even how were these civilizations these yeah. these primal civilizations or primitive civilizations? I should say, stupid able to create some of these things. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty well, interesting.
10: There's a theory that uh, physiology among humans was different back then uh evolutionarily speaking we were more sensitive to our environment which is how we could follow we all had back horns <laughs> <laughs> yeah we had those dragon current dragon horse right.
0: yeah,
3: yeah it was very cool actually it made us easier to be carried around yeah. by our alien overlords
0: <laughs> it's we were like luggage all right thanks victor appreciate thank it thank you have a good one uh yeah it's it's ponderous i mean because you you know who decided to pay for all of this it is it You know, I don't think it's a prank. I think they put a lot of thought into it, and they may believe uh, what they're they're saying. Do you think it
3: has its origins in a story that would be very, very similar to a Hallmark Christmas movie? Maybe. Yes. As you know, I mean, you can't stop them. It is impressive. I mean, to look at it, and we had the picture up in the studio. Uh, I don't know how you could look at something like that and not say... um, Mm, that's a mystery yeah. because it really is well, bizarre.
5: What are the 10 things that they have um, on the giant slabs? Don't you, leave
3: electric knives uh, dangling <laughs> off the counter. Where kids okay. can reach them. Uh, yeah.
0: Right, uh, Keep your deep fryer away from the wall. Right, you know what? Right. I, you would need, Nick, you, see if you can pull something up that has the basic gist of it because this is the full history and mm-hmm. story, and it's really lengthy, and I never did go through and just, you know, pick out the highlights that I thought would be uh, worth mentioning. But. Well, just
3: read all 20 pages. Uh, yeah. I, I could go through all that if you want. <laughs> well, here,
0: here are the 10 uh, inscriptions, Preston, if you want to. Then they're not, uh, it's not too long, Steve. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature, meaning that. I guess somebody's got to go. Somebody's got to go. Okay. Well, we got to take out a couple people in the studio right here. (laughs) Uh, Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Number three, unite humanity with a living new language. Oh, I know what that is. What? Pig Latin. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay.
8: K-O-A. Okay.
0: (laughs) Rule, number four, rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Well, that's a good that We that's can a all get one. around that one. Yep. Five, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. That's a good one. Number six, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Like the Hague. Number seven: Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Okay, so I not a Tom Petty fan. Uh, <laughs> number eight: Balance personal rights with social duties. Number nine: Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite and number 10 be not a cancer on the earth leave room for nature leave room for nature and don't repeat yourself <laughs> uh so I, I think what it's supposed to be is just a yeah
7: a, a, a general listen,
0: guide a general guide for rebuilding society should it will it ever happen i don't know but if it does here's something that you can take just go read the book, the stone it's like the um it's like the uh the seed vault uh that's in norway you guys know that yeah Oh, in case of uh, the end of days? Yes. In case there is some apocalyptic event uh, maybe that that blocks out the sunlight for extended amounts of time. Uh, They have taken seeds from every, I guess, almost every living plant or uh, that's on the earth and stowed them away so that they are safe in a vault. Just don't let Kathy get her hands on them. And and that they will remain uh, safe and, and use in, in, in the case of some type of an emergency. To regrow the the, yeah. the plant life on earth. It's actually a very smart thing to do.
3: I have set up in Carlsbad Caverns, there is one of the caverns <laughs> devoted to her's cheese balls. What? I, <laughs> the Jeez. moment you said Carlsbad Caverns.
0: <laughs> 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 cheese balls.
3: Cheese balls are great. Yes. Cheese, and, bowl. And, and ball. cheese ball caverns. <laughs> cheese bowl caverns. And if you start store Them in the right humidity level at the right temperature, they will stay forever. I need her cheese bowl cavern.
0: I'm fascinated by stuff like this. It's uh, I, I don't, you know, things like this when I was younger used to kind of scare me a little bit. For yeah. Steve, you know what this should have been on? Would, would have been um,
3: uh, um, ancient mysteries. No, well, what's
0: uh, 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 Leonard Nimoy's um, in search of unsolved in mysteries. search of, yeah. It, it would have been something else. You know, Zachary
3: Quinto does the exact same show.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and he's... So something like this, even though it's more current, uh, they still don't know who was behind the creation of it. They don't know who that guy was, Christian, who came in, uh, and they don't know who the benefactor was, who had all the money to pay for that. Stuff. Right. And Casey, you mentioned Toynbee tiles. Those things are fascinating to me. Yeah. And they're local. Somebody... You can see, you can yeah. see Toynbee tiles around the city. There's yeah. some around here. A few of them have, have disappeared, but, but they were just... Was it some dude just yeah. doing it? Yeah, probably. But it's still well, is. Is they, um... it's still a well.
3: What is that? What would motivate someone to do that? The guy know? doing the the art installation and, in, you know with the, with the monolith or or, or these yeah. things. These are these are huge. Again, I think when you think of ancient civilizations, you know, do you do you think that you know they um, ancient Egyptians got together for a practical joke? You know, you mean, yeah, He's going to look like a cat. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not a cat. <laughs> They'll be asking questions for centuries.
0: Um I I need to I need to dive more Pyramid Why? You know what? I bet there's... What I need to do is there's is check YouTube for it. I never there's did There's lots
5: on... of YouTube stuff out there. I've talked to my brother about this stuff. So, about this? Yeah. About the Georgia
0: Guidestones? No, I
5: didn't know about that. Okay. But the uh, Victor who called in who talked about uh, Gogeckly Tepe. Yes. I've heard it's about... It's on Ancient
3: Aliens all the time. What yeah. is it? You can, it's, it's a location that has a, 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 a tremendous amount of connections to ancient mysticism mm. and alien activity and Cold Stone Creamery.
0: Oh, yeah. and Why would... I mean, it is a mystery how yummy that is. <laughs> how do they get it well, so yummy?
3: you
5: look at the pyramids and... <laughs> And you look at the, the Sphinx and and those are gigantic it's a cat! those are gigantic things that are yeah. you know they're 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 uh international landmarks, but then you have other things like and I, it's hard to say go gleck go, go Lee, Just say Johnny Galecki. Johnny Galecki. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which uh you know is of a, of a time as well, and there's lots of <sighs> Uh, people doing like research
3: about it and, Do you know, you know? my wife i 'm yeah. literally going it 's one of the things i It's on her bucket list is to go to these locations she 's so fascinated i can 't see how you would stand in a in a in a in a ditch where a temple has been carved out of stone continuously not built but mm-hmm. carved out of stone straight down four stories and not go this is this is impressive yeah.
6: When yep. you were reading the rules inscribed on this on these tablets, Preston, did anybody else think of Thanos and uh, population control? Oh yeah,
3: yeah and look yeah. how that played out. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but there's we a, lost Ultron. There's a, there's a villain. I mean, uh, uh the vision. The well, vision we lost, yes. yeah, we lost. I mean, Ultron. Ultron to get lost. They were well. kind of right. Yeah, yeah. but
6: uh, they were they pals. They commuted well, but. <laughs> together. But that villain, that super villain, the worst villain in the entire universe, had a point.
3: Yes, so he subscribed to the teachings of Johnny Galecki. That's right. <laughs> uh,
0: so this also says that it refers to a time capsule buried under the tablet. Ooh. Uh, but blank spaces on the stone intend, uh, intended for advertisements. For filling in the dates on which the capsule was buried and is to be opened they have not been inscribed. So it is uncertain if the time capsule was ever actually put in place. Did you ever do a time capsule in school? Uh no, but it, you know what? I would. We should do a time capsule sh- as a show. We should. We talked
5: about doing that in here when
2: when, when everything
0: it. was under construction. Like, I know, but did they would No, but we, we'd never be able to. We, open sure? it. We buried a dead mouse in the wall.
2: I think we put something in the wall. I
0: think we put like bumper stickers or something. Did we? Did we put one of the dildos in there?
2: I. That's it, Preston. That's what I was thinking. No, we didn't. Are you we sure, talk, we No,
5: we still have Well, them.
3: it's a stupid Sorry. time capsule if we forgot we did it. I
2: know, seriously.
3: <laughs> yeah, we should. Oh, said. no, aren't
2: you supposed to forget that? No, you you're supposed it? to know
3: that you've done it so that, you know, people know. Like, A else lot else of times, Kathy, they'll put time,
0: uh, time capsules in the cornerstones of buildings. But sometimes they are done without markings. As if, you know, hopefully right. someone will find this someday. Right. But, yeah, a lot of times, yes, it has uh, they the, to be opened 100 years right. after put in, you know, or something okay. like that. When they raised the building and then put up a cold stone creamery. Uh, All right. Anyhow, it goes on to say uh, the complete text of the explanatory. Uh, tablet is detailed below. The tablet is somewhat inconsistent with respect to punctuation and misspells the word pseudonym. Oh, my Jeopardy. Mom, my mom would be pissed. <laughs> I'm probably going to blame the, the stone carver on that. Uh, the original Sorry. Sp- spelling punctuation <laughs> in the line. I asked you to give me it written down. And line breaks in the text have been preserved in the transcription which follows. Letter case is not. At the top center of the tablet is written The Georgia Guidestones, center Cluster, erected March 22nd, 1980. 80. immediately below this is a line the, the line outline of a square inside which is written let these let these be guide stones to an age of reason and around the edges of the square are written translations to four ancient languages one per edge and then i had already mentioned it's babylonian uh classic greek sanskrit and ancient egyptian hieroglyphics huh it's it's interesting
6: it is. Yeah. You I know mean, who weighed, who weighed in on it is uh, Yoko Ono. Did you see that quote? Uh, yeah.
0: yeah,
3: we have her. We actually gave a TED talk. Do we have that audio? <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs>
0: It'll take a second to pull yeah. that
3: up. But uh, yes. It's actually interesting. She raised some points. Even I think even the staunchest cynic will listen to her arguments.
0: To what she had to say. She about had a the, lot
3: that made yeah, sense. Is Yoko
0: Ono the Georgia guy? Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. Okay. Her here it talking is. About it. TED
1: Talk. <laughs>
0: Uh, Yono headset, Yoko Ono, not Yono. Yono.
3: Yono. 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 <laughs> Yono. <laughs> oh,
0: Orinoko flow.
6: Apollo Anton Ono.
3: <laughs> Yono. That's I, what she'd be. <laughs> Yoko. That's what she <laughs> Yoko. Uh,
0: said the inscribed messages are, quote, a stirring call to rational thinking. Okay. So she wants us to thin out the Yoko. planet. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you get her on the phone, please? Mm. Uh, Hang on. Jesse has been reading about this. Hi, Jesse. You're on the air. Good morning.
9: Hi, good morning. How you guys doing? Good. What's up, bud? Um. So I'm reading a book called The Magicians of the Gods by Graham Hancock.
5: Ooh, okay. Uh, hmm. I know this guy, yes.
9: Yeah, he's an amazing author. Uh, he has a theory that there was an ancient race of people uh, far technologically advanced than we are today.
3: Are these, I'm not saying this is a joke, but are these lizard people?
9: Uh, well, there's there's theories that they're actual people. There's theories that they, you know, from the Bible, they're called angels. Okay. Or in the Book of Enoch, they're called the Watchers. Right. Um, the Anunnaki. Um, so there's, uh, there's what they found at govegli Tepe was uh, a pillar that predicted an astronomical event in our time right now, uh-huh. which is, that the sun rises in the constellation Sagittarius.
3: Um, it's always now, it's right true. now. It's
0: always in our time. I, I know. Say it's, when they say it's, in it's in our time. Happen. Because you wouldn't give a
3: rat's ass. Yeah, so if it was, it's it's going to be five times from now. Yeah, five, I don't care. 5,000 years from now. i got to pay anyway, my visa oh, bill. Sure. Go
0: ahead, Jesse.
9: Yeah, so they found these uh, same style, uh, for lack of a better word, artwork uh, in the Andes, uh, you know, attributed to the Incas. Um, they found it in Turkey.
7: Andes! <laughs>
0: Those are the Andes. Finding- Bear with us, Jesse.
7: <laughs> no,
9: no, you guys are fine. Okay. Uh, so they're finding all these all these similarities, uh, you know, similar postures on the statues. Yeah, um, you know, hands folded across the belly, things like that, all over the world. So there's a theory that this race of people, after um, a meteor hit uh, 25,000 years ago, rebuilt society by traveling all over the world and sharing. Um, basically, what the contractors are, are telling us.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, that, yeah, that's that's interesting stuff. I mean, it's all, you know... Um, I wish it was lizard people. I guess. But... Hey, Jess,
5: uh, can you uh, talk a little bit more about the sun rising uh, in the uh, Sagittarius yeah, constellation?
9: So, uh, so I think it was 12,600 years ago, if my numbers are right, from what I remember from the book, um, the sun was rising in Orion. And so there's the... What about Uranus? <laughs> Uh, no, not no, my no. anus. No, not <laughs> all right, all right. not right now. No, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so the the constellation houses the sun for a certain amount of time, which yes. is twenty five thousand years, give or take. So the uh, an age, say the age of Aquarius, is twenty five thousand years.
3: Oh man, my um, head is. A, I have a headache. Keep there's, going. There's
9: so there, there's so much information. It's, it's unbelievable. You should definitely read the book.
3: Um, I'm definitely not doing it justice. Is a lot of this information contained in Animaniacs? Because I'll absorb it that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. It, it has room. to be dumbed down. Yeah. Well, it's just it's the way
6: that the Earth rotates. I mean, the, this can right. be boiled down to basic astronomy. You know, the the, yeah. the constellations move. Sure. Uh, take it, the easy way out. Well, I mean, <laughs> yes, it, 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 listen. Like like most things, there are our rational explanations yeah. for all of it. So the the, the as, astrology is based on actual science. It's the then the, the the storytelling is applied to it, and fiction works
3: its way in. Well put. Well, I have exactly. to think that uh, there's a large group of lizard people that would disagree with you. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, Jesse.
9: <laughs> no, 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 Traditions are handed down orally before there's written, you know, written language, so things got got messy, but it has a lot to do with uh, the, the global flood yeah. uh, story that's taught in, uh, you know, major religions across the world. Right.
3: Oral traditions uh, can get messy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Yeah. Especially Thanksgiving.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, Jesse. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Love you guys. You guys rock. Thank, thank you, man. Appreciate it. it. It's a lot to consume for a lot of people. So... I find Honestly, it if you interesting watch Ancient Aliens, I take it with a grain of salt because yeah. you can head down the path of,
3: you know. Then you're sitting there in your house mm-hmm. with, oh your, with your thought orb in the basement. <laughs> <while> <laughs> your wife is saying, hey, Briner.
9: <laughs> Briner. Yeah. Briner. I'm married to a Briner. <laughs> I'm
3: super- he lives in a box. He thinks <laughs> his uncle's a paperclip. <laughs>
5: I'm super interested in this stuff, but I'm not like uh, that invested where it's going to be. You know, I'm yeah, going to be consumed fun. by I'll, it. I'll take
3: right? it's A perfect example: years ago, Eric Von Daniken wrote a book called "Chariots of the Gods." I loved it. Right? Yeah. If you take, if you take whatever, the, even extract the alien thing, and just look at these incredible structures that are there physically to be seen. Yeah. That alone is impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it doesn't need to be a Zontar. Uh, who did it. It, it, it? It's amazing in and of itself. But that guy mentioned Graham Hancock, and because great band, uh,
5: great band, great band, totally underrated. Yeah, um, should have had Grammys like the weekend, but didn't. Um, and it's just a conspiracy. But anyway, the uh, this Graham Hancock guy, I've watched him do and listened to him do some podcasts. He's really, really interesting. Uh, interesting. And like he, he speaks, he talks good on this stuff. You're a good talker. Yeah, yeah you talk good. Uh, but it's really what, what is his main
3: theory? What is his main premise? Well
5: listen, he's better at um uh retaining talking. and and talking these things out than I am, okay. right? But I you know, my thing is I'm interested to listen to it, right? right. Yeah. I I like listening to it. I'm not like, oh, my God, this is crazy, this like, so and, and this, is, this is how I'm going to live my life for the rest of my days. No,
0: no, no, no. Honestly, it opens up my eyes to a lot of stuff uh, as far as what the mind can do. And, and brining. And, 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 and brining, of course. No, but about even things like religion and yes. how I need to take that, not necessarily at face value, for a lot of storytelling and a lot of things that are, that are made up in, that, that I find when I hear things like this. So, but you um, also know, again, there is an entire universe— we don't know where it
3: at. We, oh yeah! Your mind needs to be open to all of these things. Mm-hmm. Listen, I know some lizard people who have stories. Yeah, mm. and also uh, Nick, you had mentioned Thanos. Was he the last of his
5: kind, or there or other the first, or are there other Thanai out there? I know that uh, we spent a little time on. There's Titan.
3: Than Eddie. <laughs> there should be a uh, baby Thanos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Than Eddie, Than, than Eddie. Lou. Yeah, Than, than, William. Gus, yeah. Yeah. than uh, Williams. Yeah, Dan Williams. <laughs> but I want Than it, is just the vehicle. Uh, it's like a uh, Kim. Right, Kim Jong Il, right, ass. yeah, fan ass, fan and Laurie, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Fangoria. Yeah.
3: There's
6: a lot of them. Yeah, you guys know about uh, the was it the founder of the Church of Latter Day Saints uh, said that the uh, second coming of Christ was going to happen in 1844, and all these people gathered around and waited for it to happen.
3: Oh yeah, it didn't happen. Listen, you know, sh- I. <laughs> I might have misspoke,
6: <laughs> but I'm still
3: going through with the picnic. Yeah.
6: <laughs> and the fun thing about prophecies is that uh, they never come true, uh, but people that uh, like to subscribe to them believe in the message. And well, so they stick around right, for Right, 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 right. Sometimes yeah. it Agreed. ends
3: poorly, Agreed. Nick, though. We're talking about uh, charismatic people who end up getting other people killed, like the Hail Bop. Group. Well, yeah. With oh, the,
0: yeah, the Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate. So there's yes. a documentary coming right. out about that. I was just talking to Steve about it this morning. There's a trailer out, and, you know, that guy's saying, look, you're going to live forever if you do what I say. And part of that means cutting your nuts off. Yeah. yeah. And uh, drinking which, poison and which, wearing, weren't they wearing Nikes when they were They were wearing the same we're shoes, Nikes, yeah. and, and they all got their hair cut the same, and they all committed suicide because they thought it was going to transition them huh. into... This other world. And if, you know, you know, yeah. a, come There's on. There's a fine line man. between
6: some cultish behavior and some religious behavior. And when people take there any is. of those things too seriously, that's where violence and danger can come. Their out. big mistake was they should have been wearing
3: Adidas. Bop.
0: Hail Bop. Hail Bop. Hail. Hail Bop. Uh, yeah, you mentioned the, the, the Church of Latter-day Saints and, and their, you know, listen, there are people that are devout and, and they believe what they believe. But I took a deep dive into that one time because a temple was being built before I moved here from St. Louis. And so I'm like, oh, what's this all about? And I was like, Wow, that's for me interesting. I said Latter-day
6: Saints. I might have meant Seventh-day Adventists, but um in either way, they were in the
3: wrong place in that particular yeah. example, <laughs> yeah. It was Literally, actually on uh, the 8th day is when it was going to happen. <laughs> I'm in the wrong meeting. I'm a seventh-day Adventist. Uh, is this the timeshare? Uh, yeah,
7: you were there for the timeshare thing. <laughs> oh.
3: Yeah, I want to get one to those Georgia stones. <laughs>
0: just a ranch. I don't need a high rise.
10: Yeah, uh,
0: I take it all with a grain of salt. I find it fascinating. There are some people who are like, you know, who start believing everything that they that they hear about these things. I just find them an, uh, kind of a. An interesting character study of uh, of people and, and civilizations and stuff like that. So. For
3: all that you can explain, always accept the fact that there is a ton you cannot. And that oh, yeah. always leaves that. that Now, obviously, you 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 know, you, I, I always say this with my brother. He used to be terrified when I'd say, Tom, the universe goes on forever. But you still have to pay your bills. Right. You right, know? right, right so yeah, so whether you can wrap your mind around that, uh, you still have to find out how come your fireplace keeps running, even though and, you don't have a gas. And right? somebody <laughs>
0: who says that they do know everything, don't. Right. We, Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Steve, somebody, uh, an ingenious person texted and, and said that this should be how Yoko Ono oh answers her phone. And I'd like you to try it. okay. Mm, go for Yoko. <laughs> mm,
3: go for Yoko. <laughs>
0: mm, go for Yoko. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, if you want to uh, see something that's a little bit freaky. Clap and your hands. What's interesting about this, though, this one is it's more current. Uh this is a this is a mystery that's more current. It was built in 1980.
3: Where does the Cold
0: Stone Creamery come from? And these other ones they hmm, they have That's a mystery. We could find out who was behind this, but they covered their, tired. they tra- they cover their tracks so well that yes. nobody knows. Well, so look at the
3: look at the whole thing that the, the guy created with the, the the hidden treasure in the mountains. Yeah. That is the stuff of legend and yeah. lore that gets compounded. I was watching a documentary about DB Cooper. You know that all all the stuff that happened with that. I was watching
0: something about dvd Yes, which is yeah. a double vaginal, double anal. Oh it's God. amazing. Yeah. Where did it go? Uh, so Where did they go? Austin's <laughs> been on hold for a long time, but I, I, I'm going to bring oh. him on. Austin, we pretty much covered this at the beginning, but you were going to share? Yeah.
9: Uh, so the, the Georgia Guidestones, when you think about it, they were put up in 1980, mm-hmm. um, the height of the Cold War. So there's a lot of these... Um and you look at how they're built out of uh granite and are very strong they're built to withstand a nuclear holocaust right. and instruct any potential survivors on how to rebuild the world. We're right, also right.
3: built at a time when DC Cab was still in the theater.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Our own personal apocalypse. Uh yeah, yeah, exactly Austin. So that's that's kind of what they're they, they seem to now there's probably a bunch of other theories around it but yes, I think it was for some cataclysmic event yeah. and like you said yeah. at the time in in the 1980s Nuclear war was certainly on the minds of a lot of people. So. Well, there was also
3: yeah. the E.T. video game.
0: <laughs> uh, that, that, that was, was a cataclysmic event.
9: Uh, for more info, they can go to uh, 79days.news.
0: All right. What's that? It uh, links it's, straight it's, it's, to the it's, Busty Asians.
9: There are a lot of different theories uh, about different things, about the New World Order and stuff like All that. Right. About weird
0: stuff. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Thanks, Austin. We appreciate it, Austin. Thanks. All right. Uh, well, I just thought with that story out of Utah with that monolith that popped out of nowhere. Ted, I, like I said, I've, I've had this thing sitting around for a couple yeah. of years. Yeah. And was just waiting for a moment to maybe share it. But uh, I think I'm going to – I think I found some some weekend viewing. Mm. I'm going to watch something about uh, the Georgia Guidestones. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Let's give away some goodies because Marchwood Tavern has stopped by today and brought by some good stuff. Uh, it's part of the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Thursday Night Homegate Kickoff. Caller number 10, you get a $25 gift card. You can visit slash Bud Light to enter to win a football Homegate prize pack delivered safely by a member of the Preston and Steve Show. And as part of this year's Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Thursday Night Homegate Kickoff, you can win incredible prizes. For your football home gate, including a uh, case of Bud Light Platinum, Ah. $100 Primo's gift card, custom MMR and Bud Light Platinum seltzer pint glasses, a $25 gift card from local restaurants like Marchwood Tavern. So call 10, you get it. We'll be back in just a moment.
2: Freshen up your look with a fall merch update at MMR's Rock Shop. Head to WMMR.com and grab the latest hoodie or winter hat. For all you Halloween heads, hit up aisle one for a flurry of ghostly face masks. They'll
7: get you right in the spirit.
2: And work nicely if you're one of those, this is my costume kind of people.
1: Plus, gift cards, t-shirts, hats, and coffee mugs for a unique gift for that person who has everything. The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Everything that rocks your wardrobe. And more.
0: So, uh, Thanksgiving. Yes. Uh, we we kind of we talked a little bit about, you know, cooking and fires in the house and right, stuff. you are like cooking, say. right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Mm, absolutely. It's a, it's a uh, You enjoy it. We're all kind of we all chip in in uh, the the household. So the the bird is my main focus and it's really that actually <clears throat> once you get it set and going, it kind of it's set it and forget it. You throw yeah. it in the oven and it's, it's pretty much done. Check on it here and there, it's pretty good. But you, you but you leave the kitchen, make sure no one's in there watching the stuff. The sides take all the work, yeah. so uh, so we kind of do that as a family. We work on that stuff together. Nice, so be cool. I'm I'm very much looking forward to the feast and the drinking that comes along with the <laughs> feast too, which is nice. Um, but I came across this uh, great website called List First, and they just have some interesting uh, historical facts and just uh, you know general knowledge stuff. And <clears throat> they came across the things that we have been taught about the first Thanksgiving, right? And that um, you know we've we've there's a certain image that you have in mind of the way it, it went, and it isn't particularly accurate, right? Usually, uh, so I have some of the things that we've been led to believe, right? right but are actually more factual, so right? You want to you want to yeah, hear a few? Yeah. Yeah. Thanksgiving, all right. Um, we've been led to believe the first Thanksgiving was called Thanksgiving. No, uh, when people referred to the first Thanksgiving in the autumn of 1621. Uh, They're getting something wrong about that feast. For one thing, the pilgrims didn't think of it as a Thanksgiving in the traditional sense, nor would they have called it that. Back in the 17th century, the settlers considered a Thanksgiving to be a solemn religious day, which revolved around a group of people gathered around to pray as a community. There were some elements of the feast that could be ascribed to a puritanical thanksgiving but nobody there or even in that time period would have referred to it as such it took and it took place over i believe 3 days and it took place in october right it was 3 days it may have been september okay uh the autumn feast took place over 3 days it didn't become a holiday for another 200 plus years because thanksgiving was previously a religious holiday it was celebrated at different times and different places it took a formal proclamation president abraham lincoln in 1863 to establish like he wasn't busy enough the final Thursday in November. as all North right. right. That, yeah, he said, this was during the height of the American Civil War. Yeah, all right, give it to me. Hey, go. <laughs> Leave me alone. And his proclamation was written with the goal of unifying Lincoln's fellow citizens in every part of the United States and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands. That's the way it was written. You are sojourning. Sojourning, dude. <laughs> Uh, the first Thanksgiving was the first Thanksgiving. We've we've been led to believe that. But when people look back upon that in, in 1621, they decided it was uh, reminiscent of their own Thanksgiving celebrations. For this reason, they retroactively called the 1621 event the first Thanksgiving, but it was neither the first, nor was it truly a Thanksgiving celebration, as I said before. Do
3: you know where the pilgrims' intended destination was initially? Um, Manhattan. No, really? Yes. okay. And Manhattan at that time was a, uh, from what I understand historically, was a wolf-infested uh, hellhole.
0: Wow. Yeah, it hasn't changed much. Hasn't. Not much. <laughs> uh, the settlers and the uh, Wamp- uh, yeah. Wampanoagos, Wampanoags, I guess I say the, the Indians, uh, yeah, the Wampanoags, uh, gathered together to feast in what is traditionally called a harvest celebration. And it was unique, in, uh, it wasn't unique to their culture. The Native Americans have been holding celebrations of the harvest for centuries, as had the English and many other cultures around the world. Another misconception regarding Thanksgiving has, uh, has to do when it occurred. Hardly any culture celebrates the harvest in November. It's late yes, for harvest. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's why, but that's when Thanksgiving is held in the United States each and every year, and the sixth. 1621 Harvest Celebration probably took place in September or maybe even early October, like you said, Steve, Uh, but not as late as November. They would not have done that. The Pilgrims offered up their harvested crops consisting almost entirely of vegetables. Uh, The holiday was uh, informally established in November uh, by President George Washington 1789, but it remained unofficial until Lincoln declared it, as we said earlier.
3: It's, uh, it's funny. We've gone through the menu items, too, that were a part of that.
0: Ori- Do you have those there? So, yeah, 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 a lot of people think it was turkey. No. But most likely... It was giblets. It was not turkey. No, it wasn't <laughs> giblets. Uh, the Pilgrims didn't have an oven, so they couldn't cook a big bird like that. Uh, there isn't much known... About what the colonists did eat that day, but what is known is that the Native Americans brought five deer, but no turkeys. Uh, the presence of venison is known thanks to the plethora of letters describing it as deer was illegal to hunt at the time in England. So they were blown away about the fact that they could have. Dude. Wow. Dude. First back on the men Dude. Dude get your gun. Yeah. You can murder him by the bushel. Uh, it's certainly possible that they ate turkey, but despite the birds being common in the area at the time, there's no historical evidence that it was included in the feast. They ate a lot of s- seafood, from what I said. I think lobster was on the menu.
3: Was- An eel. An eel. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Everyone loves a good Thanksgiving eel.
0: Uh, there are tons of foods other that, that are commonly associated with Thanksgiving today, but were certainly not a part of the first feast. There were no apples, pears, sweet potatoes, potatoes, or pie. Their ambrosia was made out of field mice. They didn't have flour or butter so they couldn't make pie. Yes and uh, they didn't have they didn't have potatoes. That sucks. Oh man. I mean but yet it was a it was a feast uh yeah. for the eel lovers. <laughs> uh, turkey entered into Thanksgiving celebrations when Lincoln made it the holiday prior to All that proclamation. Right. Neither the bird nor the pilgrims were part of anyone 's Thanksgiving celebrations in eighteen sixty three New England 's cuisine began influencing the rest of the country, yeah, and from that point forward, Thanksgiving meals required the annual sacrifice of the unfortunate yet tasty bird. Okay. Did you know that the pilgrims were actually in Holland at the point that they came to the United States? Yes, actually I, well, I did didn't know that. so i 'll get to that um, We think of pilgrims as puritanical society of highly conservative people. But that type of puritanical lifestyle is better attributed to the Puritans of the 19th century. Back in the 17th century, the Puritans weren't anything like that. And depictions of them... The pilgrims are more like the surfers in Point Break. As some sort of religious cult who never engaged in anything fun are far from the reality of their lifestyle. The Sabbatarian... Anti-liquor and anti-sex attitudes usually attributed to the Puritans are a 19th century addition to the much more moderate and wholesome view of life's evils held by the early settlers of New England. Life of the Pilgrims wasn't difficult and required a lot of work, but that doesn't mean that they couldn't have some fun. They weren't against marital copulation, Ooh. and some depictions have attested, nor were they uh, clothed in drab outfits all the time. Oh, enjoyed, yeah. enjoyed, <laughs> I'm not going to capulate. <laughs> How do I get this goddamn buckle off? Uh, they enjoyed oh, singing yeah. and dancing oh, yeah. whenever oh, the time yeah. allowed, and when things went well, they held a feast, and it's that tradition that ensured the Puritans of the 17th century remain a part of the modern Thanksgiving tradition. I wonder what their dancing looked like back then.
3: I'm sure it's like a lot like <laughs> crunking. <laughs> crunking? <laughs> Um, I
5: never... A lot of booty pops. Never really understood the point of a cornucopia. Yes. What is it? Is that just something that you held your food in and carried it it's, in? It's where that's you a good put question. your corn.
0: Uh, that I, I would think that that's what that is. Case it's a display, yes.
3: Like a, well, you know what But maybe it's, they
0: used it for something To more transport practical. the food, perhaps. But and, why that conical shape,
3: I don't know. It was based off, uh, Madonna's bra. Oh! Yeah. oh no, no, I, go. I think, um, that is a good reason. Everything has some sort mm-hmm. of basis in, uh, we're watching a pilgrim somebody crunking? Right
5: yeah oh that's that's a pilgrim yeah uh, I didn't know they had video back then <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, it's a symbolic case yeah it's of the uh the lack of it, for the you do it in honor of the dead eel <laughs> so it has, uh, first uh, first step has nothing to do with the crunking so
6: let's we can move <laughs> past that okay it's uh, based purely for decoration continues to symbolize abundance a bountiful harvest and by extension appreciation for both of those things it's yeah. like,
0: a, like a horn of plenty let exactly. me Yeah, it's the same thing. Let let me get to the uh, uh the the pilgrim. I'm going to the, oh. I'm gonna come back to the I'm going to come back to the buck. Okay. All right, and then In come back and then
6: you got to come back to this for Kathy. All right.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, wow. Yes, uh, Kathy apparently a new thing what? is a succulent cornucopia for Thanksgiving. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. oh you hear that? Oh, my God. Someone's interested.
1: Sorry, you've got a wet pilgrim over here.
0: I'm going
7: to shoot.
1: Just call me Squirto. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> I like the sound squirto, of that. Squirto.
0: The succulent cornucopia. Mm. A cornucopia of succulents. <laughs> okay. Why don't you remove that
1: buckle and come on over here?
3: Uh, actually, we're looking at one that looks quite nice, Kathy, up on the screen here in the studio. That you can't really see it, but cool it is
1: pretty yeah, nice
0: Okay. All right, so Steve, for starters, nobody on the Mayflower or the first Thanksgiving called themselves a pilgrim. The name wasn't associated with the European settlers until the late 19th century. So they didn't even call themselves that. No. The pilgrims, as we call them today, referred to themselves as either brownists, saints, or more commonly separatists. Or dudes. Due (laughs) to their disagreements with the teachings of the Church of England or the Catholic. E. Uh, their reason for leaving Where's their homeland the uh, centered around the belief that the Church of England violated the biblical precepts of true Christians. Because the Church of England was the law of the land in their native England, the separatists were forced to flee or face accusations or treason. And they didn't initially leave to, uh, flee England for the New World. Like Stephen said, when several of their congregational leaders were executed... Many of them fled England for Holland. We should probably go. Oh, and man. yeah, right. They're starting <laughs> hey, to kill our leaders. Hey,
3: anybody up for moving?
7: <laughs> yeah, in
3: uh, Holland they were actually doing well. From they just, for my
0: understanding, historically, Preston, they thought Holland was a little too relaxed. Uh, It says here that they remained in the area for a decade before issues with aging and unemployment threatened their sustainability. Mm. Uh, Eventually, their congregation successfully petitioned for a land grant north of the Virginia Territory, uh, which they would call New England. Uh, They joined others fleeing England and set sail in September of 1620 with 102 passengers eager to settle the New World. By December, they had arrived, and they began to settle in an area that was formerly called uh, Patuxent uh which eventually they named Plymouth.
6: Yes. So I went go. there in the summer. Plymouth, rock. Plymouth. What a dump. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh man. Yeah, do, it, listen, Casey, I know you went to Colonial Williamsburg a few years ago and yeah. were kind of disappointed by that. No, I I
5: I loved it. I was disappointed to find out that it wasn't actually all it was all rebuilt stuff. Yeah. I, I thought it was actually all authentic old? original. Yeah,
3: yeah they, they they have they, they basically rebuilt what they believe it to have look, looked like. You yeah. get a lot of that in Plymouth too. It's oh, a, it's really? Trying to run down and uh, if yeah. it's run down, let's call it New Delco. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> wow, you okay. land
3: New Wait Delco landed on us. Oh, it's okay. You can make fun of them. You I can, can make fun of Delco. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we
0: can't do that. <laughs> uh, so, Steve, about the buckles. Yes.
3: Okay. So, Famous pilgrim buckles. Huge, Elvis-sized. So the depiction. oh man, I'm a pilgrim, man. Where's my eel?
7: <laughs> Look at my eel. Look at <laughs> that,
3: man. Look at the size of that eel, man. Elvis can't take Put some peanut butter and fry that sugar on man. <laughs> <laughs> Let
0: me have peanut fry butter, Nand- eel. Nanner eel sandwich, man. <laughs> That's a band name, the peanut butter eels. Uh, the depiction of pilgrims isn't entirely accurate, and it may have stemmed from the Victorian romanticization of the period some 200 years later. Uh, the all-black look seems to be pinned to their puritanical nature, but it couldn't be further from the truth. Is, when- it, is, it, is it just also the product of the, uh, they didn't have a lot of cloth- uh, clothing
3: Capabilities. I mean, it, was, it wasn't like oh, oh oh you're wearing your mauve outfit today.
0: Yeah. No no no, they they didn't wear just black. They had they, really? they had others. It was just how they were uh, depicted depicted in uh, the Victorian uh, period. So women in Pilgrim society wore a long sleeved white undergarment. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Twins. laughs> Do You like my long sleeves?
0: Thouest shall be my saturday, my Sabbath, regular Sabbath thing. <laughs> Uh, women you can in, see the contours of my bosom. They wore a long-sleeve white undergarment, which was worn beneath a petticoat and dress, mm-hmm. which typically was colored anything from violet to green, oh, yeah. blue, mm-hmm. red, or any colored cloth the ladies could get at the time. So, oh, yeah. so a lot more colorful than we always thought. Yeah. It was just, just this
3: drab browns and yeah. stuff like that. It was a veritable fashion show there at the Pilgrim Community. Yeah,
0: because I, you know, they we, probably had a runway show before the eight. Uh, we were like you know how Amish tried to wear things that are plain so they don't stand out from each you other want to that be they, plain that everybody is is uh, is equal in that sense that's kind of how they're depicted uh the pilgrims no, were with they were the, party animals yeah, yeah. They, in fact they kind of were uh, Grab so, a beer so, when did don't they cost ha- nothing <laughs> When did
5: they land here by the way uh 1620 no I said.
0: meant like one month I'm sorry I don't have the date of when they landed. Um, they, left, they left in
6: August, Casey, and okay. uh, I think Preston. You said like it took two months or something like that. I, th- I, I think,
0: I think they landed in memory. December of sixteen twenty. November uh, sixteen twenty. Just okay. November. Yeah, but they called November December. Oh, and there you go. So uh, men's outfits generally consisted something of a sporty, of a white collared <laughs> shirt, Lacoste. Which was worn beneath a doublet. What is a doublet? It's
5: it's it's two of a singlet. Two of a
0: singlet? Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> One less of a triplet.
0: <laughs> like a vest. Okay. It's okay, it's a vest. Okay, so that which was worn beneath the doublet. Look at my doublet, man. The,
3: <laughs> the doublet could be black. I'm so rich, I can have a triplet and a quadruplet. <laughs>
0: You're that big, too. That's right, man. Uh, so
3: it could be... I kind of like a doublet. A doublet looks very, by my eye, very sort of medieval. Yeah, 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 yeah. Press
5: very- were you talking about the uh, the new sweatshirts that you see on, uh, yeah. on Instagram? Yes. That look like colonial time stuff? Yep. I like that.
3: Look at that, man. Look at that colonial time stuff. <laughs> uh, th- <laughs>
0: <laughs> the doublet could <laughs> The doublet could, could be black, but it could also be blue-brown or a similar dark color. Many more colors than we assume they would have. Right. The, pla- the pants would be worn as either breeches or drawers. Drawers. And, and those are, words are great. Why don't you go put your drawers yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. Pull your drawers up, yeah, young man. And, over, and, over. and come tickle the horn on my back. And breeches uh, was always pronounced uh, breeches when I was oh, yeah. a kid. Put, put your, your breeches on. on. Uh-huh. Start brining that turkey. And uh, knee-length colored stockings. So they would go with colors. They'd go for a little color pop yeah. on the stockings. <laughs> Any thigh highs amongst the pilgrim men? See, they I they would imagine stylish. knee high at least. What's that, Kath? They
2: were stylish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, The shoes were low or high-cut leather boots, typically brown in color. And other than wearing bright, colorful clothing, the most prominent feature of modern depictions of pilgrims, the buckle, was nowhere to be seen. None Uh of those big
3: damn buckles.
0: Some men may have had buckles on their belts if they wore one, but they weren't affixed to their... You're not going out with that buckle, are you? They were not affixed to their hats, which I could never figure out why the buckle was on the hat. Well, in
3: case the one on their pants popped. I guess to make it fit better, because I could see on your shoe. Have you ever buckled a hat on your head? Well, well hey, you, you
0: have the the, the snapback, the snapback uh, baseball hat so um, the pilgrims concept, those on
3: their baseball hats. Similar
0: concept. That way, you didn't have to have it made. Um, you know, bespoke specifically for you. You could just buy it off the rack and yeah. tighten that buckle. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But tighten
3: that the, buckle. Yeah.
5: That hat, it's a cockle hat, by the way, uh, is the logo on the Massachusetts uh, highways.
0: Huh. What's that now? Uh,
5: the cockle. Uh, yeah, so you that, know how, like, in Pennsylvania, it's a, a keystone when it's just a Pennsylvania state road?
6: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: um, in, oh, okay. in Massachusetts, it's the cockle hat. So That's their
6: highway system is based
0: on lies. Yeah. Born on lies. Right, Why, so. cockle bastards? Um, and let me see here. Here's another uh, misconception about Thanksgiving. The Pilgrims united at Thanksgiving after a series of conflicts. Uh, it says there's no denying that the Native American tribe had suffered in the years, the uh, Wampanoag had suffered in the years following the first Thanksgiving, but modern interpretations and media de- descriptions of the event have refused to shine anything but a negative light on their relationship. Yes, they later engaged in the uh, Peacock War. Uh, but prior to that conflict the pilgrims and native americans had a peaceful time living near one another
3: when the when the pilgrims got to to uh, to plymouth they actually discovered an abandoned indian village and the the thought was is that the indian village that those indians had died from something akin to smallpox okay mm. and so they they did meet the indian known as squanto who had been captured as a slave and taken over, I believe it was to Spain. He was set free by some monks, came back to the United States, and served as kind of their, their ambassador okay. who helped who helped them. So there was really a very uh, good relationship between the Indians initially uh, until that first Cold Stone Creamery opened up. Members of,
0: well, the line was ridiculous. Yeah. Prices, get I mean, come on, you Indian
3: back! Oh, you shut up,
0: Pilgrim! Uh, members of the Wampanoag helped the Pilgrims construct their homes, and they even showed them the best places to catch fish, which is now which is how cod landed on the menu at their three day feast that we now think of as the first thing. Do you like cod? Uh, I do like cod. I, uh, would you? Okay, so would you? How would you liken it to, say, salmon or flounder? Uh, uh, mild, mild. Yeah, yeah that so, I might like cod. So what? Usually, okay. So Steve, like uh, uh, Arthur Treacher's, yes. and, and Long John Silver's. Oh Overs? yes, okay. Yeah, That's I all like cod. Yeah, yeah, you I'm like, you, you it's like a very for, uh, mild
6: white fish, flue fish. Yes, there's done mm-hmm. with cod. There's your Atlantic cod. Thank the only you. time
2: I ever had cod was in eggs. Is that normal?
3: In eggs?
2: Yes. It was I was in Spain. I was in Barcelona and I ordered It's
3: Barcelona. It's Barcelona. Uh, sorry,
2: in Barcelona. And I ordered it not knowing what it was, or, or maybe it wasn't listed. I forget, because you guys know I don't eat fish. And right. uh yes, it came in like an omelet. What did
3: mm-hmm. you think of it, Kathy?
2: Um I you sent it back. No, I remember eating it, thinking, "Oh, this isn't so bad," and then figured out what it was, and was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sick!"
3: You know, you know, it's, it's funny because you know, you know, I I'm, I was with you a lot on the seafood, but I I have to say,
0: salmon has uh, reset me.
3: Yeah. I, I do I love salmon. It. I love it. Uh, now.
0: It's my main protein. Yeah. Uh, not only did the Pilgrims and the Wampanoags uh, not fight one another in the early 1620s, they had a peace treaty. Um, the leader, what was his name, Steve? Oh, uh, Squanto. There was one called Uh, uh, some, uh, some uh He was known as uh, Masasiot to the Pilgrims. Uh, negotiated a peace treaty with several key Joey points. Meatballs.
5: <laughs> That's Tony <laughs> Meatballs. Tony Meatballs. <laughs> Joey Electric.
0: And, and uh, Lou the Whip. <laughs> yes. Nick the Head. Uh, by the way, I like that. Yeah. Uh, somebody on the uh, Love You, Hate You line gave uh, Nick the name <laughs> Nick the Head. It's perfect. <laughs> Uh, neither party would harm members or the other if uh, any items were stolen. It would be returned with their own people handling punishment. Weapons would be left behind when they met for any reason. And they would serve as the other's allies during a time of war. So they had there you a, go. They had a good thing going good, on. Yeah. So, um, and also, they weren't necessarily invited to the first Thanksgiving. They, they, they sent an Evite. They you had know how a, those things are so... They kind of crashed the party. Yeah. Uh, so the word like, was... Like Kathy and her neighbors. They, they thought, it said that some described, uh, the account suggested that about 90 Wampanag had heard the settlers firing guns and came to see the cause of their stir, and uh, they were even ready to enter battle just in case. Uh, whatever the reason for showing up, they were welcomed by the settlers with open arms. Well, th- and they had said, "Come on in." They actually—that's pretty cool. They man. Actually, felt they owed the
3: Indians because they had actually there, when they found this village, there were some stores of grain and stuff and food that they had. Oh. and they there was nobody there, and they they held themselves to it. Uh, but Speaking they, you know, know, no one's yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a whole bunch of eel <laughs> in the this place. In, though, the place right. lousy with eel.
0: Let's get to town. Uh, hang on. Nick, what is
3: this?
6: This is uh, just uh, sort of an adjunct about the, uh, how do you say Wampanoags? Wampanoags? That's how I've been pronouncing it. Um, uh, it might be
0: Wampanoag or Wampanoags. I'm not sure.
6: They had an open dialogue with Roger Williams, who's one of the early se- settlers as
0: well in that area, about uh, sexuality. Uh, it says here premarital sexual experimentation was accepted oh, yeah. although they expected fidelity within unions after marriage
3: okay so they had their 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 like the steam fetters and all that stuff
0: right exactly That's your standard unions <laughs> uh, Roger Williams said that a uh, single fornication they could count no sin but after marriage they could count it heinous so, so for either of them to be false. Go so you, crazy, but when you got get married, married once, you, once you commit, lock it. Lock and load. Yeah. That ain't a bad theory. No. I like that. I like That's that. good. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. I've been enjoying this little trip down uh, Thanksgiving <laughs> memory. You <right>. learn things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if we have time, but uh, Kathy has some pie facts.
2: Oh,
0: you have pie. Oh, facts? come on.
6: Well, please, I want to hear Kathy's pie facts. It's
2: charts. <laughs> actually a pie chart uh, by state: the most popular pies uh, for each state.
5: It's a pie chart of pies.
2: It's a pie chart of pies. I love yes. that.
5: Okay, <laughs> Kathy, do you have anything about, about the pie cost?
2: Uh, what, I, what do you mean? What is the pie cost? <laughs>
5: About uh, $2.50. Yeah. Uh, okay. Do, do we, we have time present for pies? We don't have a lot of time. We have a little time. we do it a little? We should okay,
3: have. We should We
2: don't have to go over each state. Some of the states we don't matter. We shouldn't
5: spend so much time on the those. A lot of states don't matter. <laughs> yeah. Don't do the right. dumb states.
2: So there was eight flavors that were included in the chart. It's uh, cranberry cherry. Pecan, pumpkin, sweet potato, blueberry, strawberry, and apple. And uh, I, what I found odd about it was that there was only one state that was apple.
3: What? Yeah. Okay, so what state is apple? Is
0: it Washington? Connecticut. This is their their official state pie. Is
3: it, are, uh, no, yeah.
2: it's, it's so in, oh, so. Uh, sorry, Instagram. Sorry. Um, they basically went through um, the popular, or they went through likes and tags and things like that, and um, they based it off of what people were posting about <laughs> the, the different Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day pies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and and Connecticut was the only one that favored the apple pie. Wow.
5: wow. Mm. Yeah. Let me ask you guys a question because I was uh, put in charge of pies for Thanksgiving dinner, mm-hmm. and I uh, don't really care for apple. Pie. So I, I eliminated apple pie, f- and I just went. With I love a, a good apple pie. I just went with uh, pumpkin and cherry. That's fine. Do you think that's okay?
3: okay. I don't like. Do you? Are you with like me. Pie. I don't. Yeah, my wife loves no. cherry pie. Yeah. It almost drove our marriage into the ground. See, I thought I thought you <laughs> so didn't until I realized pie. I could just buy another pie. Apple case, pie is my favorite.
2: God pumpkin <laughs> was uh, Pennsylvania. Okay, and then out west, um, like California, Nevada, Arizona, they were. Um, Hold on, what were they? <laughs> they were sweet potatoes, sorry.
5: Prairie dog. Mm. Uh, prairie dog pie. And uh, <laughs> on your pie, do you prefer a cool whip or a whipped cream? Whipped cream. Ice yeah. cream.
3: Vanilla. Ice cream. Oh, you like the Okay, yeah, wow. so Alamode Ice on yeah. apple pie? <laughs> <laughs> Alamode on apple? Yes, that's, yeah, that's, oh, that's my yeah. go-to. So, but um, even with ap- cinnamon? Yeah, warm oh, apple yeah. pie. After
5: Thanksgiving?
8: Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. Anytime. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah! Anytime, oh, yeah. apple pie with
0: ice cream yeah. is perfect. That's Sons ice cream, and a warm blueberry pie. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Oh yeah, that's good with ice cream too.
3: I don't really care oh, for yeah. strawberry pie at all. Yeah, I, I, my, I used me. to be a strawberry guy, and it's fallen. I used to have the the strawberry in the in the in the the uh, the breaded cup. What do they call that? The uh, is there a specific Bread name for that cup. like no, a shortcake like, like a shortcake yeah okay oh, so yeah. I, yeah I would do that and that used to be the the deal and and uh, now i'm, I'm yeah. not so big on strawberries anymore used to make strawberry shortcake all the time i love that mm. whipped yeah. cream yeah. that's yeah. pretty
0: tasty oh,
2: this man. is like a nightmare for me because i love desserts and i cannot i i can't take cooked fruit oh yeah that's that. right so you hate cooked oh, yeah. fruit all of these pies although they look delicious Kathy. i one bite and i'm like this is i, I can't do it what
0: about lemon meringue
2: you know what? No, no. Now.
0: Well, what mm-hmm. about uh, you like pumpkin pie, right? That's not cooked no, fruit. I
2: don't like anything pumpkin flavored. Mm. What about? Oh, I, oh, what I love about
5: pumpkin pie. What about wow. a, a pecan pie?
2: Um, maybe, but to me, that's not really worth the calories.
5: Oh, what about Boston totally. cream pie?
2: uh no chocolate hair pie?
0: pie what about hair pie pressed
2: in anything chocolate i'm in
0: okay my mom used to make chocolate pie i love that i love yeah. chocolate pie mm-hmm. you know what's good too and Coconut it's cream pie is phenomenal. monkey bread like this, it's though. not a pie but monkey it's bread it's not a yeah. pie but it yeah. yeah. is good man. all right casey's <laughs> looking
5: at his watch that means we got to wrap up. No, i was here. looking at my watch because my wife's like you got to get an apple pie <laughs> 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 all
0: right here's uh I, I we have an announcement oh uh, we have we have an update um so are they done is that uh no no
6: Oh, then... It's still growing, but this is a number from yesterday, and it's it's great news.
0: Should I mention it? Or yes. Or should we wait till Okay.
3: I'm excited now, and I don't even know
0: what it is. <laughs> uh, it's in addition to the Acme contribution from, um, you know, oh. people stopping by, customers, listeners of the show, stopping by and donating at checkout. And so they are continuing... We're continuing after Camp Out for Hunger, and it goes through today. So there's still going to be more tallied that we'll have for you next week. So the total that we had uh for cash donations was 1.44 million dollars okay so that wasn't all from Acme there were also cash donations that came in yes uh the acme the original acme number was somewhere in the it was a little over a million dollars okay so it was like 1 million and a handful of thousand yes uh, we now have $1.31 million with Acme. Oh, my God. Which is $260,000 more than the announcement from Friday.
6: So we have topped $1.7 million in yeah.
3: total. <gasps> yeah. And
6: it's not over. There's still more coming in.
3: Okay. It's, it's incredible. Honestly, you want to talk about something to be thankful? Uh, we're thankful for you. That's uh, unbelievable freaking
0: real. So if we can just get an additional $300,000 <laughs> before yeah. midnight, we can do this. $2 million. Okay, pra- okay, okay, Casey, Can you just pick up some apple pie. Ice cream. Like
5: I'm getting some apple pie.
0: All right. Uh no, that's it's amazing. Whatever comes in is is a uh is is a blessing at this point. So the news was
3: at My Acme on uh, on Mermaid Lane in uh, uh Mount Airy and uh it's you can see people hop in and they, they I I they showed the area where our cardboard cutouts were, but they didn't pan enough left to include it in the picture.
0: Well, today is a crazy busy grocery store day. It it's is, insane. It's, it's the biggest it's, day. It is, the biggest the it is one of the biggest days of the year. It is by far the biggest day for uh, Thanksgiving shopping. So while you're at Acme, uh, drop a little bit in the bucket. If you haven't already, that would be great, and uh, we'll push that number even oh, Great news. It's Love amazing it. news. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. We'll get some bizarre file stories, so
1: make sure you stay close. MMR wherever you are on WMMR.com, our mobile app on your smart speaker and at radio.com.
0: I would like to thank Ashley Thompson, who sent us a nice note with some artwork and she writes, Hi, Preston and Steve show. I'm a longtime listener and teach at St. Mark's high school. We're studying Andy Warhol, and I use the Camp Out for Hunger as inspiration for paintings and drawings of cans. And she sent a few of her favorites to oh, us. I haven't seen it, but that's uh, awesome. Uh, thank you for everything you do. All the best. And it's, you know, it's of uh, that, uh, yeah, that yeah Andy Warhol, that, that Andy Warhol. Ilk. Yeah. Uh,
7: can Andy. So oh,
0: that's nice. Some fun, uh, fun. Oh, you know what? And should they have their names on the back. Uh, Kalen Carter-Green and Andrew Baylert. Uh, I'm going to mess these up. Olivia... Katrona Pur, Pur, Pur. I know a Katrona. Purr. Uh, anyway, and uh, Donna Eskerline And oh, now i got to read them all, right? You yeah, have to. Yeah. You can't leave anybody out. Ellie Brown. Yes. Uh, this one, does it have a name on it? doesn't have a name on it. And this one is from Maya Callahan. That's great. Well, thank you, guys. What a wrap. Very cool. Nice little uh, prints from the students. And uh, like Marissa posted them up on our Instagram account. Oh, she did? that's yeah. great. So oh, excellent. See them there. I love it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. All right. um, We need to
1: do the bizarre file, so let's go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre File. All
0: right. The Bizarre File, this run of it, is brought to you by Godshawls. All the bacon tastes 80% less fat. You can make the switch to Godshawls' real wood smoked turkey bacon. And check out the new Make the Switch campaign with Brian Westbrook at Godshawls.com. We'll start with a nice one. Yes. Start with a feel-good story. We need it for Thanksgiving. A customer left a $3,000 tip for a single beer as a restaurant had voluntarily closed because of the COVID-19 pandemic. I love stories like this. The man walked into Nighttown on Sunday in Cleveland, ordered a beer, asked for the check. She came to $7.02, and uh, owner Brendan Ring wrote on Facebook... He said the man wished him well, told him to share the tip with four employees who were working brunch service. As the man walked out, Ring wrote that he looked down at the tip and realized that he left $3,000. He said, I ran after him, and he said, nope, no mistake. We'll see you when you reopen. Uh, Ring said he would not post the customer's name because he thinks the man wouldn't want that. Uh, the owner said that he and his serving staff were humbly grateful for this incredible, kind, and grand gesture. That's a good really, example. I like to hear that. In a brutal blow to European pleasure seekers, the popular sex toy company, uh, Godmish, has announced that a charge of $25 will be slapped onto the back end of every order shipped to it. the continent. They had written in a statement, up until now, We've avoided talking about the United Kingdom leaving the Euro- European Union because nobody knows anything. And we have been determined to deal with any problems that arise quickly and with little or to no impact on you, our customers. But thanks to extra checks and restrictions at the border, the shipping company will now charge delivery costs of $17 in addition to the extra European cost of $25. That means that a small butt plug costing $15 will now set customers back a whopping $57. Well, listen, if you need a plug in your butt, you pay for it. They said this isn't a cost we can absorb, and it's one that will make smaller orders unnecessarily expensive. Yeah. So, bad news, the price of butt plugs has gone way up in England. Good news, the make-it-yourself uh, kits are going to sell out. <laughs> yes, they will. Yeah. Home butt
3: plug kits.
0: Police in Kushiro City announced the arrest of a woman suspected of puncturing 13 melons with her finger. What? Yes, has a strong finger. Her motives remain a mystery. The crime occurred when the 64-year-old suspect entered a supermarket and allegedly stabbed the baker's dozen of melons with her finger. It's important to note these aren't just any ordinary melons, but they are the renowned uh, Yubari King, which often make headlines for selling at exorbitant prices. The victimized melons had a combined worth of $135. Wow. Interestingly enough, though, no security cameras caught her in the act, so it's unclear how the police managed to track the culprit down. The nature of their detective work and the suspect's motives have not been revealed, leaving it all open to wild speculation. Uh, dozens of smuggled parrots stuffed in plastic bottles oh my God. have been found on a ship docked in Indonesia's eastern region of Papua. Uh, police said that the crew discovered 64 live parrots and 10 dead birds after hearing noises coming from inside a large box. It's horrible. Indonesia is home of the highest number of threatened bird species in Asia and a rampant illegal trade in birds, and birds are sold domestically in giant avian markets uh, or smuggled abroad. Birds. Uh, the the birds. <laughs> the destination of the birds was unclear. Get me a bottle of birds. No arrests <laughs> have been made so far. Uh, the seized birds were identified as black-capped lorries, or a type of parrot native to New Guinea and nearby islands in the southwest Pacific Ocean. Uh, it is a protected species in Indonesia uh, that is sought after illegally to supply the pet trade. So, <sighs>
3: yeah. yeah, what they do is they, they stuff as many as they can. They know that some are going to die, a decent percentage, but they get some through. It's really cruel. Yeah,
0: and it, I saw the pictures of them. It, it's, it's horrible. Yeah. It's absolutely horrible. Uh, let's see here. Can't find the bird clip? Bird. 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 Yeah.
3: Give me back my bird. <laughs> sure you want to take that, that that way, Mickey? You want to try it again? <laughs> <laughs> Give me my bird. <laughs> what are you saying? Are you Russian or what are you? <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, I got it. There you, you
5: go. <laughs> nope, that's, um... That's the song. That's that, that is, uh... <laughs> Iron Man 3. That's Iron Man... Two, actually.
3: Uh, no, that was... Uh, this one's called My Bump. Got <laughs>
1: it.
5: I love it That was uh, Post Malone. Okay. You guys a bird song?
3: Yeah. I my Bump.
0: My Bump. My bird. My, my bird. <laughs> totally worth it. Wait, was it? Sure was. Sure know. was, hey. Sure, yes.
3: yes. I loved it. I'm yeah. thankful for that.
0: And we sold some postal or out. out. <laughs> what are we thankful for? Both birth. I love it. my birth. Okay. <laughs> the no. the No. no. A man has been reunited with his weathered wallet. You woman. all know
3: Whiplash. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, A man has been reunited with his weathered wallet 26 years after it went missing on a beach. Paul Davis forgot about the 1994 mishap, losing his cards, his cash on New Year's Eve after partying with pals, but has now been returned to him after it washed up very close to where he lost it. No, And it even had the five bucks tucked safely inside when it was handed back to him. That's amazing. It was discovered in New South Wales, Australia earlier this week. The wallet was found a matter of yards from where the man was when he sipped from his uh, when it slipped from his pocket over 25 years ago. It still contained his credit card, medical, and student cards despite swimming in the ocean for many years. That's insane. Uh, what about the condom? Uh, determined to find the wallet's owner, the person who found it shared a photo on a local Facebook group. It was soon spotted, and the hunt started. Paul's cousin's wife had spotted the post and quickly alerted him. Uh, as a, the happy ending played out, uh, he was reunited with it just a few days after, and he knows exactly where it will go. He said he plans to frame it and put it in his bar, where he prays that the good luck will hopefully keep on my coming. My bar. My bar. Uh, my bar. <laughs> all right. That's what I have in uh, the bizarre file for you. All right. Uh, let's keep in mind that all morning long you have texted in to try and win our secret text word prize. We're going to give that away now. So, Kathy, give me a number caller, please. 25. Call 25-215-263-WMMR. 25, Let's see if you know the secret text word. If you do and you're the 25th caller, you win. And while we're waiting for that call to come in, we will randomly grab one as well from the texts that have come in, and we'll get a winner that way, too. We're going to take a break, and we will be right back. Stay with us.
1: Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks.
3: If you're ready for love and ready to get engaged, visit Steven Singer Jewelers. He makes buying an engagement ring easy online at IHateStevenSinger.com.
0: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're getting close to the end. we got a few more things to do before we wrap up for the day. But keep in mind, we give away our word of the week props today because it's a short week. So three letters, that's all you needed to have In order to win that prize, it's coming up. We were looking for a caller, number 25, I believe, for Secret Text Word. And I'm going to the phones to that person. It is Joe. Hey there, Joe. How are you, Preston? Awesome, bud. Thanks for asking. Do me a favor, tell me what that Secret Text Word is. Stuffing? Stuffing, yes.
7: (laughs) 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 Very good.
0: Hang on, Joe. (laughs) We're going to give you Unhinged on Blu-ray Academy Award winner Russell Crowe stars in a timely psychological thriller that explores the fragile balance of a society pushed to the edge, taking something we've all experienced, road rage to an uh, unpredictable and terrifying conclusion. You can own it on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital right now. We're also going to give a copy to Troy Carney, who is from Piles Grove, New Jersey. So congratulations. That was our random texter, and we're going to take care of him. Uh, By the way, we have a new Daily Rush video that is up. Wow. Titled, Preston Cooks a Turkey. According to a man at the turkey place, (laughs) Preston doesn't need to brine his turkey and likes when his wife wears a strap on. (laughs) That was quick. That was this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it now at (laughs) PrestonAndSteve.com. Sponsored by Punchline, Philly, Fishtown's first comedy club, restaurant, and bar. So there you go. All right. um, Today's lesson question. We have a prize, and we're going to give away a digital download of Westworld, third season, The New World. And the question we'll go with this morning is, in case... Of uh, the end of days, Steve has stored which items inside one of the caves at Carlsbad Caverns? 215-263-WMMR. Okay, in case of the end of days, Steve has stored which items inside one of the caves in Carlsbad Caverns? 215 263 WMMR. That's our number. Call now. Let's see if you can get it. And we'll do the trash while you're calling in.
1: The trash business is a gold mine. 933 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Let's see where we're going today. Steve, what's up? Well, New Delhi police investigating Netflix
3: India after they aired a quote, objectionable program in which a Hindu girl kisses a Muslim boy in front of a Hindu temple. Ironically, the same officials who raised objections recently gave India's highest civilian honor to Joe Exotic. So. Oh! Kelly Clarkson is apparently regretting filing for divorce from Brandon Blackstone after seven years of marriage. Clarkson says she misses knowing there was always someone there to hate.
1: <laughs> oh my! And God. finally,
3: according to InTouch magazine, Felicity Huffman's marriage to Bill Macy is falling apart after her short-term jail stay. Life on the inside change Hoffman, who now spends her days making wine in the toilet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what we can do with this. We're looking for a winner in case the end of day Steve has stored which items inside one of the caves at Carlsbad Caverns. I will go to Holly and see if she knows the answer. Good morning, Holly. Good
2: morning, it how are you? Good, Good morning. morning
0: Ed. It to you. What item does Steve keep in Carlsbad Caverns?
2: She keeps hers cheese balls.
0: Cheese balls, yes, yeah! hers. You got it, Holly. Hang on. For you, a digital download of Westworld, third season, The New World free. The New World. Free. Free will is not free. And these violent delights have violent ends. Welcome back to Westworld, the HBO's hit science fiction drama. Own it on digital, 4K, Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and DVD. Today, there was a
1: period there that yes, I missed. Yes. Well,
3: it's hard to see sometimes.
1: All right, let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! Yeah, music News brought to you by
0: God Shawls. All the bacon taste, 80% less fat. Make the switch to Godshall's real wood-smoked turkey bacon. And check out the new Make the Switch campaign with Brian Westbrook at godshalls.com. A week after their album release of Power Up, ACDC now has the number one spot on the charts in 18 countries and counting. That's wild. The list includes the number one spot on the Billboard Top 200 selling over 117,000 copies in the first week. The album marks the band's sixth number one album in Australia, where they are the only Australian group in history to have had a number one album across five decades. Back in Black in the 80s, Ballbreaker Live in the 90s, Black Ice in the 2000s, Rocker Bust in the 10s, and now Power Up. Uh, this album also holds Germany's biggest first week of 2020 and the biggest first week of an international act in four years. As well as being the UK's fastest selling album of twenty twenty and the biggest first week of the year.
3: Well, they deliver what people want. Yeah. They don't uh you know, they don't really like sonata in D you no. know. It's you get A C D C. You can you can count
0: on A C D C. That's the thing. It's it's uh it's definitely what you want and it's what you get. Metallic is helping hands twenty twenty live stream to benefit the bands all within my hands foundation. Has been extended. Uh, Ticket packages will be available uh, to purchase up until uh, midnight on Giving Tuesday, December 1st. Metallica's first ever pay-per-view event live stream November 14th has raised over $1.3 million thus far. Hmm, Someday Mm -hmm. it'll be as big as a camp out for hunger. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those funds will be used to work. For partners at Feeding America. I guess we just care more. And the American Association of Community Colleges, along with supporting COVID and disaster relief efforts in the coming months. As always, 100% of the proceeds from this year's Helping Hands event, uh, tickets, fees, and auction items will go directly to help those in need. It's a wonderful charity. With Metallica and the foundation covering all production costs and expenses. Yeah, it is cool. In an interview with Spin... Machine Gun Kelly opened up about why he decided to go pop pop punk on his new album, Tickets to My Downfall. He said, it needed a face again. It needed someone to walk up in the camera and go F you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. He also discussed winning a Best Alternative Video at the VMAs for Bloody Valentine. He said about the win, that brought back dreaming to me. I made tickets to My Downfall on my own accord for for only... The love of music, and at that time I was completely written off. My agents weren't getting blown up. It was like That'd an be ex- bad. an exponential time for my career. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. That's not a good thing. Just blew up my agent.
3: Yeah, um, you know what he did? He 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 took the the, the it's Blink One Eighty Two, and you know, um, brought it into Hills his realm, and it's it's
0: more rock. So I'm down with it. He said, I approached the album already kind of as a failure, which is what gave it such a genuine angst.
3: That's how we approach
0: every morning on air.
3: Yes. We're going (laughs) to fail at this. Mm -hmm. Only go up from here. It's
0: just icing
3: if we do anything remotely listenable.
0: And finally, Sammy Hagar says that the proposed Van Halen reunion would have been a dream come true. In an interview excerpt uh, posted from NME.com, Hagar said that uh, the late Eddie Van Halen had thought about a kitchen sink tour and would have included uh, bass player Michael Anthony uh, and vocals from both Hagar and David Lee Roth. Maybe even Gary Cherone, I heard. That would be, well, but was there there any weight to this, or was it just... Hagar had had heard about it and said no one had confirmed any of it, but it was obviously what was going to happen. About David Lee Roth, he said, I wouldn't look forward to having to share the stage with Dave, only because he's not user-friendly. I love the guy, I love the music and all that, but he's just not user-friendly. Sounds about right. Yeah. In more detail, he said that Roth would always try and pull something that would, quote, make you look bad and make him look good. But he clarified that wouldn't be enough to keep him away, stating that it would have been a blast. In other Van Halen news, Wolfgang, son of Eddie, of course, just released his first solo single called "The Dis- called Distance. Which we liked. It debuted at number one on this week's hot, hard rock song Chart. Yeah, it's a good tune. Yeah. It's, it's a very well done. That's it, in Music News. But I have one last thing to give away. I have one last $25 gift card for Marchwood Tavern. We'll take caller number 12, 215 263 WMMR. They're here today with the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Thursday night Homegate kickoff. You visit slash Bud Light to enter to win a football Homegate prize pack delivered safely by a member of the Preston and Steve Show. They'll deliver everything you need to kick off your at home football weekend in style, like in case of Bud Light Platinum. A set of custom WMMR Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Pint glasses and a gift card to a local restaurant like Marchwood Tavern. So get on board and let's it set you up.
5: Did I hand you that? Um, did I do that? <laughs> did I do
0: that? Uh, yeah, I did this for Music uh, News. Oh, you yeah, okay. did. I just yeah. wanted to make sure. I can't, no I can't It's a sponsor. I had to okay. make sure I got that in. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back. Uh, we will get our winner for the World of the Week prize when we we'll return. So stay with us. What's new? Why you asked? Greta Van
1: Fleet. Bruce Springsteen. Memory, you, I and Smashing
7: Pumpkins. I you. I
1: New music, more
0: of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. We are just about done for the week. It has been a uh, a lot of fun. Uh, this week as we getting back in the swing of things after camp for hunger. What the hell's happening to the window? Um I don't, don't know. know, dude.
3: It's, it's so
0: split down the middle. So they've been this they've been <laughs> this dark blue tint all morning, which has been the norm, and now it seems like the tint is starting to fade away. And it just does it arbitrarily. I mean like <laughs> No I was other telling other Steve earlier it's so darkly tinted. I was looking outside. And I'm like, I think it's a nice day out. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, I'm "Pretty you, sure it's have, a nice day." You have every reason to believe that.
3: There's just no visual proof that it is.
0: Yeah. And now they're they're half tinted. I don't know, man. They got a mind of their own. Who the hell knows? Um, I want to thank you for being on the show today. Anybody who called in was participating because we didn't have any guests. Although we did go on Fox Good Day, and it was nice yes. to see those guys. It's been a little while. By the way, somebody texted in and said Smith and Meyer sounds like a company that makes guns and bacon. Yes. It does. never thought about it that way. So thank you for your text. We appreciate that. Uh, Pierre is here. Hey, man. Hiya. How are you? Fine,
8: thanks. How you doing? Good. Thanks, you for, doing? thanks for
0: playing Big Money for me yesterday. I listened to it in my car. Oh, cool.
8: It was I awesome. Was hoping you would enjoy that. Yeah, I did. Our Windows is a cool album. It's a great album. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, Preston was leaving the building, and uh, he was starting to do the drum rolls for um, Tom Sawyer, which was the first of the double shots. I go, Mm -hmm. hey, it's you call it Double Shot Tuesday. Pick one. He goes, really? (laughs) He was quite intrigued as and oh, 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 no. Mm-hmm. And, so, and then he finally settled on Big Money. I said, felt very privileged. Big Money is one of my favorite uh, songs. Cool. One of my favorite songs. Very cool. Uh, is? Is shall your we? your favorite song ever? It's one of my favorites. Oh, wow. No, no. Cool.
0: Happy Sh- Birthday is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a classic. Uh, Shall we do the letter and uh, then move on to other things? Yeah.
1: All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter.
0: The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter R as in rest and relaxation. Yes. All right, let's take caller number 8 at 215-263-WMMR and see if you have been paying attention and if you know that three-letter word that we will have today. People were texting in asking
8: about Alice's Restaurant today. Well, uh, uh, funny you should mention that, because we will be running it, uh, in case you hadn't heard, at 10 (laughs) a.m., at 12 noon, and at 2 p.m. But some years ago, I think we're on, I think it just goes back to Rittenhouse Square. Steve Lushbaugh was our production director, brilliant guy, uh, and uh, he um, took all 18 minutes and 30 seconds and condensed it into just under 60 seconds it's about 58 59 seconds and it's the abbreviated version which um we like to think of as a appetizer so if you have that casey well
0: hang on can i ask is it just fast and fast well let's listen to it yeah
8: it's just it is a cliff notes all right here we go
1: you can get anything you want two thanksgivings ago half a ton of garbage red VW microbus officer O kid police officer station 27 8 town color glossy photographs for well, next morning injected inspected detected infected Killed! group W. Mean and nasty and ugly and horrible. This piece of paper's got forty-seven words. Thirty-seven cents at fifty-eight words. We want no details of Da 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 da. Alice's restaurant. Ah. Your appetizer. That's all you
8: Your need appetizer. to know. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Full meal will be served tomorrow. What time was that again? That's ten a.m., twelve noon, and two p.m. <laughs> Although yesterday someone said, I'm an Alice Virgin, so I really do need to know those times. Wow. Okay.
0: Hey, what's the brief story behind that song? uh, Well,
8: it's a true story. Um, Arlo uh, was having Thanksgiving dinner at uh, the friend's house who lived in a church or something in this little town in Massachusetts. And they threw garbage. They they dumped their garbage and they got arrested for it um, by Officer Obie. There is, there was, I think he's passed away, but there was an Officer Obi, and um, then it actually made the Massachusetts papers. People have sent me the little article, local singer arrested, you know, for littering, and... um uh, and then it goes into a you know an anti war thing it 's one 1969, so right, it's right in the midst of the Vietnam war and all of that uh so it goes into you know being drafted and taken down to the group w bench a lush froze group w because at that particular time we were owned by westinghouse group uh, group w, uh, who, group w. I like it. um and so um that 's the essence of it uh and okay. you know there 's there 's as every folk singer will do there 's a lot of um, add-ons, you know, exaggerations and um, uh, extra tellings and extended things about the story. We have a, one at 12 noon, which we will play, which is the 25th anniversary one, which um, in which uh, Arlo claims that the 18 minutes and 33 seconds of Alice's Restaurant is actually the 18 minutes and 33 seconds of the missing Watergate tape. Uh, from, it's a coincidence. A, a coincidence?
6: Yeah. You tell me, it's, I don't know. You know what's funny? The 25th anniversary edition is now 26 years
8: old.
3: Uh, oh,
6: my God.
0: Yeah. That's
3: crazy. At, uh, do you have the EDM version this year?
6: or
8: yeah. <laughs> uh, We're working on it. Yeah. Uh, hey. Pancake's remixing even now.
0: So the, the final performance is at 2? The 2 o'clock one? Or, yeah, and that okay. will be on vinyl. Somebody had, uh, had posted this, and I like this. It says, as soon as the 2 p.m. Alice's Restaurant is over, that's when we are allowed to listen to Christmas music. So oh. That's <laughs> your official marker. You wait after that, and then the jingles can begin a little Christmas uh, carols.
3: Arlo Guthrie does one of my now you want to talk about one of our favorite songs. His version of uh, City of New Orleans oh, my God. is Isn't one of greatest? the greatest Most. songs
0: in America, I love you. it's a great song.
8: Yeah, um, "Ring Around the Rosy" rag was written about Rittenhouse Square. Oh. Uh, um really? You, yeah, about Rittenhouse Square. Yeah, uh, the story about a about
3: it? In the window, uh, I don't know.
8: You don't know the story I don't behind know, it, but um, huh. but it's someone will. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> someone ah, some day. someone will know that. Someone will know it. <laughs> Um, oh, that's hopefully, hopefully it doesn't die before that's we find out music down. authority yeah the best <laughs> know. Like, yeah.
6: somebody knows it though. someone will so, know one time <laughs> i had a
8: program director who was always on my case about stuff and i couldn't do anything right in this person's eyes and um so i either was telling a good story wasn't telling a good enough story so there was some band and i and I made up this whole story about oh, you, how they came up with their name sitting around a campfire singing a, a Boy Scout song because they'd all been Boy Scouts. And it was the dumbest, most ridiculous story. And he walked in the studio and goes, now that's the kind of broadcast I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, I'm going, God. and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Is what it is.
0: <laughs> All right, we're looking for uh, the correct caller number eight uh, to give. Then we'll find out what you got coming up. Besides that, if you'd like, uh, hi Michelle. Hi,
4: how
0: are you? Wonderful, Michelle. Do you know the word of the week? Air. Right? Air day in the morning. You got it. <laughs> that is correct, Michelle. And for you, we have a four-pack of tickets for the Winter on Broad Street Holiday Light Spectacular, presented by Deeds and Watson, on Sunday at six p.m. and for Winter on Broad Street theme. Merch items and a photo with Gritty. Ah! Wow. Uh, so you can get tickets and showtime visit Bring a vacuum. Winter on winteronprodstreet.com. Hang on the line, Michelle, and have a happy Thanksgiving from us
8: here at MMR. Uh, what's up for today, my man? Well, we'll have uh, one more of those three CD deluxe edition sets of American Beauty and Working Man's Dead, uh, courtesy of Dead Not Dead Not. Dead. dot net, not dead. Not net.
5: Ned, not dead. Are you
8: sending code? I am sending code to Kathy because she uh, is going to put on her tie dyes and we're going to twirl. <laughs> <Woo-woo>, twirl. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, I've got that. Whoever it's from, uh-huh. and um, I will also have workforce blocks, Fleetwood Mac, Jimi Hendrix, and I'm working on the third. Maybe it'll be dead. I don't know. We'll figure something. Okay. out all right, nice. Yeah. Thank you, Pierre. I want to take this moment to thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show, is brought to you today
0: by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show, and by Godshaw's Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon. Uh, next week on the program, ah, Danica McKellar. Oh, she's got a
3: Christmas movie. She does. We'll she's one of my
0: favorites. That. And we will have the triumphant return to our studio, Kathy Ramon. Oh. Oh. Kathy ba- here in our humble little abode, her <laughs> abode away from her abode. Yes. Uh, so we'll have that and many other things and recaps from Thanksgiving and all that stuff. So uh, we hope that you and yours have a wonderful and safe holiday over the next few days. And thank you again for... Your miraculous work at the camp out for 100 The oh, yes. totals are still coming in. The numbers went up today, Pierre. Are they're you gonna kidding? keep going up. No, we have we had another like over two hundred thousand oh, dollars. Because Acme is um, still accepting donations through today. So, it's wow. so cool. shop at Acme. Yep. <laughs> That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you later, gang. Bye bye. The Preston and Steve love you. you. Live. All right, I got them all now.
9: We got Preston, Spix Elliott, Steve, Funny Money, Morrison, Casey the Ranch, Cassie Moneybags, Romano, and Nick the Head. Yeah, that'll
8: do.
7: Next message.
8: President Steve Show. Thank you, thank you, thank you, guys, so much for a phenomenal week of the campout and amazing numbers. What you guys do is astounding. I know you're humble about it, but you're amazed balls. Right on. Next message.
5: To the lady that wanted to crush people's Christmas dreams because they have their tree
4: up already, f- you. 2020 has been a year. Let people have some freaking joy in their lives.
1: The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484 434 1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.